<laughs> yes, Derek. What Maury said I was willing to do for you. Let's get back to the reason that we're really here. Without much further ado, I give you the Derek Zoolander Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good. expected to teach children to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building. Derek, it's just a... I don't want to hear your excuses! The center has to be at least three times bigger than this. Here's that coyote. I mean, loon. That's a coyote. That's <laughs> like a coyote of meth. <laughs> First off, I'm not sure what that was, but that was definitely well, not a coyote. Uh, well, the people liked it. Whatever it was. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm here to please them. Always please the crowd. It's We're, good to be back. Well, Doug, it's good to have you back. Yeah. Jeez. We had to call in the relief last week. I know. Jake the Snake will keep your seat warm for you. He did pretty good. Jake did not, Wait, do, what? not do terrible. Wait. <laughs> I'm actually here now, so. Um, He's still going to play the drops. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Are you at the flood time? Yeah, mama. You dang right, mom. You dang right. <laughs> so it's been a couple of shows since I've been here. You guys look a little more clean cut than last time. Yeah, me and Will both got here. I mean, look at Will. I know. Will looks me. like Will's the biggest transformation, <laughs> I do have to say. Mine was slight. Do you feel a little rusty? I do. I do, I do feel a little rusty. Well, all you have to do is come in here and just... I do happen to know that that's some good George Strait. Doug wants to get a haircut, but his, his hairdresser backed up. <laughs> well, yeah, I was probably a little too <laughs> covered, up to, <laughs> covered up to July. Exactly. You just got to make that a point. Doug actually thought he was going to nail this <laughs> the song, and he really was serious, and it's not George Strait. But, hey, it's it's Johnny Lee, Cherokee Fiddle. Oh, that's a good one. God, that's an awful yeah. one. It's, what? It's not my favorite. Was that an Urban Cowboy? Uh, yes. The whole it was an Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy is incredible. God, that's as a, as a very movie. small percentage of the Cherokee Nation, I do not approve of this. All right, all right, wait, wait. Here's a little <laughs> trivia. What's the best scene in Urban Cowboy? Probably when the his girlfriend gets up there and gets on the electric bull. And oh, wait, shit. That's and really good. And then the good. prison <laughs> guy starts eyeballing her. But when What's-His-Face takes that bottle of tequila down, one pull. 
You remember that? Yeah. Was that Carradine that did yeah, that? Yeah, David Carradine. Oh, we're talking about yeah. Irving. I, for some reason, I was thinking. Dude. Of, some reason I was thinking of Cowboy Way. <laughs> I don't know why. There were a lot of like. There were a lot of like. I don't know why. I was, well, there was a city in the cowboy. I don't know why. I was like, I was like, why well, don't remember any of this? About eight seconds, man. Oh, that's a good one. You want to cry? You watch you some eight seconds. I want to cry. Every time. Lane Frost. Lane Frost. Lane Frost. Yeah, tough Heatman. How's it? Right. First, he does the. He's riding for Lane. Yeah, he does the floppy hands every he gets up. The first thing I think about in the morning, if I wanted to cry today, I'm going to call Michael Benson and ask his <laughs> advice on how to cry today. <laughs> you just turn on eight seconds. Yeah, he's he's past eight seconds, folks. He's riding for Lane now. <laughs> he's riding for Lane. <laughs> riding for Lane. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, I, by the way, how much of a badass do you have to be if your name is Tough? Oh like, hell yeah, that's worse than boy named Sue. Like your dad, nobody's letting you get away with that shit. And Tough's like five foot nothing. Yeah, I mean he's a tiny little man. So and, and, and just to prove that he's tough, he straps himself to thousand pound animals, and he was pretty good at it. Is it, it. not spelled T U F T? It's T U F F. Like a tuft of grass. Like your daddy <laughs> cotton. Like maybe maybe his daddy knew he was only gonna be like five foot tall. He's like, all right, I got tough in this son, but so I'll even name him I tough. Know, his dad was such an asshole in there too. And he's like, he's like, well, dad, I won, I won the world championship, and he's like. Well, now the deal is trying to hold on to it. It's <laughs> like varsity blues. Yeah. I don't want your life. We I think we need to talk about Gilroy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't tough win that thing like six times or something? He, something like that. Yeah. Crazy. He, yeah, he held it for a long time. Uh, trying to make his daddy proud from the time he was born. Go. Well, I think we got tough. a so this is <laughs> the <laughs> called tough. Tough Eaterman. Barely live, eighteen sessions, so barely eighteen. Wow. Whoa. That's Whoa. It. Whoa. So yeah. we're gonna get a little. Cr- Are, we're gonna get one of those little black screens at the beginning of the website that lets you click if you're of age to listen. We should put like a black bar on the picture uh, on something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Someday we're gonna do our picture, Michael. We're on the front of a boat, <laughs> both of us nude holding redfish, <laughs> covering our junk. Yeah, I think that'd be amazing. That sounds yeah. like a billboard to me. <laughs> Speaking of billboards, we, we kind of ironed out some billboard action this did morning. Did we? No way. Nice. I think we did. We're, we're waiting for a picture from Jeremy. Oh, where can y'all afford a billboard? Putting one up in McMillanville? Michael, we're Flood Tide Company. <laughs> Wait, actually, I think the best one is the picture of him jumping off the guinea. Well, Will brought that up too today, but you don't really get a good sense of what we like. It doesn't have a fish in the picture. It right. just has to do we look like just a bunch of idiot rednecks out in the water. Which Wait a accurate. minute. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, light bulb. Hey. <laughs> it's impact. It's impact. There you go. Oh. I do, yeah. Or. Yeah, the other thing is the hairy one would be a good, a pretty one. Oh, too. yeah, well, definitely. But once again, that it one. doesn't. No. Really, it shows a boat. At least. I, that was the first photo I ever tried, and it doesn't yeah. work well with the uh, landscape no, the, of the, the parameters. Dimensions. Yeah, oh, it just okay. looks like Harry standing on something, and you can't tell mm-hmm. it's a boat. That's pretty rough, yeah. I guess, yeah, it's speed rough. while you're driving. <laughs> but maybe we get one of those cutouts where you add, like, a, a full boat on it <laughs> under the billboard. What about me? No one passed out at Will's house. You remember that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You could do like all the boat dealers do where like each boat dealer that sells like a certain hull, let's say Q's or whatever, they all use the same stock photos. Yeah. But their dealer might be a Yamaha dealer or a Mercury dealer or whatever. So they like Photoshop, like cut and paste these motors onto the boats. Have you ever noticed that? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you I have that the motor's that. not obviously at the right angle. And it's yeah, like, right. Because it was a Yamaha on the picture and they wanted to merc over it. So they're like, this little weird yeah. cut and copy thing. I mean, this is something <laughs> interesting for everybody to think about. If you had to have a billboard, what would it be? For like everybody out there? Yeah, just, just anyone. 
What, you mean us? Something in one picture to represent you and what you're about. Ooh. That gets awful deep, man. Okay. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you mean individually? Yeah, yeah, yeah as a yeah, person. Yeah. Hey, Mine would be that picture of you with your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> you literally look like a dead body. Like, you know how they mark the dead body on the street? <laughs> It's like, it's like they look at the photo like, that's how they found him. That's exactly how they found yeah. him. <laughs> like, all the, you know, movie stars, how they have the pictures of afterwards. Yeah, man. You remember when you photoshopped Bruner on top of him? <laughs> Golly. Oh, man. It's Thursday. People, uh, people got the giggles in here. Uh, man, what are we talking about? I don't know, but I, I've got these tiny, tiny beers going down so tiny. All right, beers. all right, so... I went to the store to pick up some beer, and I bought it's like the you mini feel so cans. Tough when you just like, I yeah. didn't mean to buy the mini cans. I can, I got, I don't have exceptionally large hands, but I can pretty much conceal carry this thing. <laughs> There's very little can showing out of my. It just hand. makes you look like you got big hands. Cops pull you over. What's that can of beer doing? There's no can of beer. No, you don't see that. What sir? can of beer? You, you don't, don't see that. So today, here's where we're gonna. We got a few topics we're gonna work with. Okay. Michael Benson's bringing in a few here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Foods to. that you eat while fishing. Just there's a oh. just a whole. Uh, we got classics, and you got some yeah. grades. You know? Nobody say fried chicken, please. What? That's the most well, holy of all. Let's just, well, let's just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Already getting controversial. Fried here. chicken. Uh, controversial, Doug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't talked to Doug yet, but we're gonna have it's Doug's like Doug's corner of deep thoughts. <laughs> Doug's got to bring in a corner right. of deep thoughts at some point today. He already did with the damn billboard. Yeah. Dude. He's like trying yeah. to scratch the bottom of my brain. With your billboard. Dude. And we got a new guest. A new guy. Uh, I don't know how we got in touch with him, but he has been a camp counselor for 20 years at Heidi Ho Summer Camp. His name is Dun- Duncan Millsap. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. What camp? Heidi Ho. Sorry, say it again. <laughs> Hide, don't, hide say it too, don't say it too. Don't say it too fast. It gets Just a little. Say it one more time. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so Duncan Millsap, yeah, actually the stepson of Ronnie Millsap. I did a little research. Oddly I don't enough. know. We'll find out from him if that's true or not. That's yeah. just what it said. <laughs> anyway, he's, he's going to start coming in with us and uh, and start doing a how-to segment here and there. And today, I think he's doing tying flies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which doesn't gonna... make it's hard to. I don't know how that's going to work over the radio. He says he can do it. He's, okay. He seems convinced that it I assume work. he's been doing it a long time. Yeah. I mean, Probably 20, 30 years. But anyway. Surely if he teaches kids at a camp, he can teach us. And we're going to prank call Low Country Fly Shop. You felt weird just saying that, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, we're, prank, we're pranking the Low Country Fly Shop? Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Who wants to do that? Y'all want to do one of y'all do that? I can do it. Huh? Yeah, I can do it. What should we do? Like, uh, I'm gonna call and ask if they sell bait, like crickets. Or... I want to call and ask the, if they run charters. From there. We need to ask if they run charters for stingrays on fly. Oh, uh, here's what we I got think. this all planned out. Here's what I think we do. <laughs> I think you have a broken rod and they can't find your name. Uh, like, well, how do we go from here? Because I left it there four months ago. Oh, yeah, and then you're like, well, do I get a new one? Which isn't a real stretch. I'm coming over there right That's now. where it starts. And uh, then who I'm, knows? I'm coming over. And so, anyway. So, after that, then we're calling Cam Mortensen. Fiberglass oh, nice, Manifesto. Nice, nice. And then, uh, I think you got another little subject to throw in there, too, don't you, Mike? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Really? I, I've lost it. Yeah. Um, um, we can make we got something. the... Uh, road trips. Road trips. In general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just... The getting there, not not necessarily the fishing trip itself. But that's like, the best yeah, part. Getting your, there. your good yeah. ones, your bad ones, your, your you know. And Will, do you want to talk about the new ad campaign or 
Well, we did pick up a new uh, or an affiliate for the Flood Tide Company's Barely Live podcast. Thank, first off, thanks for all the support you guys have been giving us, all the dealers and all the online sales. But we did pick up a a new affiliate that Scoop somehow worked on. I don't even know when how they're When you say affiliate, are they going to play it? They're playing the podcast? That's kind of how it works. I think, yeah, they're going to okay. hear it. Like, Syndicate. Probably Syndicate. late at night. when. But they're, they're not, an affiliate. Yeah. There's, it's, okay. it's, it's in syndication, so it's an affiliate. WBGS is a gospel station out of Greenwood, South Carolina. So I don't know how this is necessarily going to fit. Did you say gospel? I said gospel, Doug. Gospel. So Scoop does all this, though, right? He's, He's the setting guy all this up. He's the one trying to sell the show. So Y'all need to rein him in a little bit. I know, man. Hey man, even gospel folks like fishing too. That's yeah, it. but it, that's the best we could do. We didn't do nothing stupid. Okay. Well, from what I see, WBGS is one of the tenth biggest station in Greenwood, South I Carolina. I hope they don't hear me say <laughs> that. By the way. I'm actually selling something in Greenwood right now. I bet you are, Doug. What are you Where selling? Is it's a Dollar Tree. You I'm do a lot of dollars. Have you, have you ever been to a Dollar Tree? I have. I've yeah. been in one. They got shit for a dollar in there. I'm selling one right now. It's worth a dollar. You think they too. sell any trees in there for a dollar? Any little like fake trees or anything? <laughs> Probably around December. They Are you do. trying to decorate the flood tide booth right now? Is the whole idea that dollars don't grow on trees? Is that kind of the thing? But there they do. Very good, Paul. Okay. Sure. But before we get into the pulp of this barely 18 session, we'll just go over the fact that we. Uh, Still got the Walters. We got three more weeks on the next segment of the Shirt of the Month, Walter 2.0 Redfish Edition. And we got a new one, Enjoy Cobia. Check it out on the website. They're two uh, pretty cool new shirts we got. And uh, fishing today. Some people are going fishing today. We got a tide. That's why we're doing this show a little earlier. I'm trying to go fishing, but Joe Kaufman won't answer the phone. No, I'm going. I got to go. My wife's going to Cindy Lopper tonight. Get Cindy out of here. Lopper? Really? I'd, Lopper? I'd be down for seeing I, Lopper. I'm not, why, but why, I'm not why, seeing why, Lopper. Is that why you're raising your hand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. just hey. want to have you, fun, Paul. You, you, can't, you can't bring up any song that Paul remotely likes and not like it without him going, What do you mean? It's a great song. It's a good song. Lopper. Oh, Lopper. Lopper. You know, time uh, after time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Boo, bop. That's, that's Hanson. That's definitely <laughs> George Strait. <laughs> but it is, hey, it's in the same category. Just as gay. Just as gay. Just as gay. How did you confuse Hanson and Cindy Lopper? Because it happens. It happens every day somewhere, oh, Doug. Man. I almost jumped into Afro, man, when I was seeing Cindy Lopper. <laughs> happens like, every day somewhere. <laughs> I was about to. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also got iCast coming up in a month. I can't believe oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to let us uh, do a uh, podcast while we're there? I don't think we're going to. I don't think we're gonna what? We are going to think interview some folks, yeah. talk to people, and record. We're going to do hey. some like on the spot stuff. It only costs about three hundred dollars to run a cord twenty feet down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, what if and I bring when, my when own you power cord? Your power cord is not going to be compatible with our plugs. No, but it never. looks like never use your own. I mean, power you think cord. about it, that's a hell of a deal because the carpet's five hundred dollars. Oh, easy. <laughs> don't forget I'd about that. I'd like a that. ten by ten square AstroTurf, please. Didn't we already to borrow? Didn't we go and buy our car? Carpet. Yeah, I went to Home Depot and cut it myself. Yeah, but now we have that tile. Now we have the tile. Yeah, there's There's a goddamn carpet right here. We're gonna roll this. Nope, got to be ten by ten, brother. Oh, that's right. You can't leave any gaps on the edges. That's right. Yeah, it's. uh, Speaking of which, though, we are gonna be at ICAST. Everybody you hear in this circle is gonna be there. We'll all be there. Uh, Plus a couple other fellows that you have no idea about. Oh Uh, boy. 
come see us if yeah, you're here. You should, yeah. If you're going to be in the area, I highly suggest it. This could be a good time. Please, I cast this. I cast that. Yeah. Please bring beer. A lot um, of people with their. Uh, it's very interesting. That I cast to see the people that's on the conventional fishing side and the fly fishing. Oh, yeah. Side. yeah, we're right on the edge this year. We're right on the edge. Oh, I like that. But as that one guy that put out the little uh, YouTube message talking about that everybody's walking around with their oh, yeah. eighty-five thousand dollar trucks, their thousand dollar coolers. He goes, really nice pair of Crocs, nice ass belt. So just, just cruising up and down. He goes, I call him the cooler guy. He's got the cooler hats on. I cast yeah. this. I cast that. Uh, there's, uh, there's always some weird thing there. Too. Oh, always, just, always. You go over to the bait side and you're like, you yeah. see something that you just stop and you stare at for a little while, like modern art. And you're like, what, like, what is, hell that? is that? Is <laughs> that? Even after they show you how it works, you're like, I still don't get it. I don't. I swear, I I actually saw a lure there that had a motor. <laughs> It might have had a suspension. I'm not uh, sure. But it definitely had a motor. Well, anyway, so yeah, I cast 2016. Well, on that thought, let's take a little break. Yeah. yeah, we're we're pushing the limits of this. These little mini uh, beers just aren't lasting. I know, man. I haven't went through two. Damn, these things were small. Um, here we go. Oh, <laughs> the wall oh, saved you. <laughs> and there it goes. Luckily, it was closed. Go around, you escalate. This edition of the Bailey Live broadcast brought to you by WBJS Gospel Station of all Greenwood, South Carolina. Come join us every Saturday at 3 to 4 a.m. for the Mo Ivory Radio Gospel Hour. Mo will have in local concerned citizens talking about the greater Greenwood area and all things relating to Lord Jesus. Join us now, WBJS. Back to you guys. Instead of seven wide ones in a regular pack, new sticklets in natural spearmint or peppermint. Skinny sticklets, fat <coughs> with flavor. See how skinny tastes, how fat. Totally nuts, that ain't happening. All right, so these are the guys that I envision at iCast. All right? Your Andy Reid dude's got his Columbia tucked in with a nice ass belt on. The guy that's pushing the $400 sunglasses on the 10 year old dudes with $75,000 trucks on lease, no trailer hitch. And I'm sure the cooler guy is there. And everybody knows who I'm talking about when I say the cooler guy. That's the guy that's so fired up about his beer cooler that he wears the cooler hat and he sports the piss out of it. All those dudes are at iCast. At least that's what I envision. If I'm wrong, please let me know. I mean, nothing's changed. I'm out here, I'm trying to get by. I gotta get busy here in a little while. I'm gonna run out and get a dozen. The guys in there at ICAST, they're worried about the suction cup, cup holders for their boat, how many rod holders they can get on their T-top. I just think that we're probably not on the same wavelength. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think so. 
I'm actually starting to think that there's iCast guys because they're tweeting. They're talking about iCast. They're sporting their iCast badges out to dinner, lunch. So these iCast guys, it's a four and a half hour trip for them, 30 bucks in tolls, so they can buy a sticker to go on their $75,000 truck that don't even got a trailer hitch. These are iCast guys. Think about it, they're gonna have like the super UV fly fishing shirt with a little pocket tucked in. Then they're gonna have the cool belt. I mean, you know, that $100 belt that's got all the little fish on it, ones that they never caught. Khakis, extra starch with Crocs. Lots of Crocs at iCast. So he's got the smartphone with the $100 waterproof case stuck on the belt with all the little fish on it that he never caught. Now the question is mine. He'll blow 100 bucks on that belt. These are iCast guys. There he is. There it is. That guy's yeah. funny, but man, that, he needs a hug. That's old he Captain does. Jeff Maggio of Lunker Dog Fishing. And uh, we find, found him on the web. I cast guys. Guy. Lunker Dog. At some point, it's a remix where just I cast this, I cast that. Yeah. I cast this, I cast that. Kind of like it when you do it. I bet he's got his own booth at I cast this year. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Did I hear a little bingham? It's coming. Is that Ryan? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Ryan. You got your cooler guy. You got your cooler. We all know and, what I'm talking and, and about. And he's absolutely right, because that guy, guy is so fired up about his cooler. I really like good coolers. I just don't I, feel I the need to coolers. merchandise for them on my person. A giant sticker on the back of your truck. Oh, my God. I saw one the other day that took up an entire back of a window. Yeti. The whole thing. What's Yeti? Unless that guy's a rep and Yeti bought that um, truck. Like a Yeti no is a mythical on. animal that lives in the Himalayas. It's very very cool. similar to Sasquatch, but white. Is that the one on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Would have been a Yeti. That's it. That's However, it. it has nothing to do with keeping things cold. But he's cold. He's a cold environmental guy. Mm-hmm. He's in a cold environment. That's true. But global warming now, it's not as cold as he's too. That's true. No, not really. I don't want to rethink their whole marketing plan yeah, on that. Exactly. So I got a little subject. Poor penguins. What do you guys... Now, I know how... Will feels about it, but maybe he doesn't dig it that much. TV or internet TV? What's winning these days? I'm, I've heard that uh, people are start like they've lost ten percent of market share in cable to people getting rid of TV and just going to internet. We just canceled our cable. Did you really? Yes. You're going. Have, if you want, got, we, if we you want to know cable. who who's moving in a positive way, it's people cutting the cord. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That's what's happening. I'm done. I mean, I, look, I'm absolutely. I mean, I was paying two hundred thirty dollars for cable. Now yeah. I'm paying thirty dollars for like Hulu, Amazon, exactly. and Netflix. Can you yeah. find packages though that have certain channels where you can watch? You can, you can, you can just buy, buy the channel. You can yeah. buy you can buy HBO without having I know cable. That. But you see, can here, buy here's Showtime on Amazon. You can get Showtime and all those through Amazon if you wanted if you wanted those channels. You don't yeah. need a package. You mm-hmm. just buy a channel. The only thing that's not loose yet is is and, ESPN. You you can buy like certain parts of ESPN, but like. It's they're coming. It's they will because coming, yeah. I, I saw a news report. They've lost, they've lost over, they've lost over ten uh, million subscriptions in the last three so what you're years. See, mm-hmm. It's cable's going to go down. I haven't, I haven't had cable since I, we moved out of the house in Mount Pleasant. So it's the, well, so I'm the only one here with it's cable. The, it's, yeah, it's no, the, I haven't it's had the it three equivalent, years. It's the equivalent, equivalent of the home telephone. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, you can get a, uh, as far as local channels and news and stuff, you can get a digital antenna for 20 I know, bucks get all your local stuff. I get 30 channels on my digital, and it gives me all, it gives me any local games, anything that comes on ABC, CBS, Or you can go on their website where they broadcast it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only thing I don't get are like network channels, which, by the way, slowly all those are leaking into like Amazon, where you can buy cluster packages or you can't, Hulu. And you can't or, really buy AMC package or like not a, yet. Or, or anything no. like that. But they're already going on. But it's like, going to happen. It's it's gonna, it it, it yeah, almost it doesn't have to. Happen. It almost doesn't have to happen because they're just going to Netflix. They're just paying them. Yeah. And whoever watches it, they get a percentage. Well, and you watch it a little later on Netflix, but then you can sit down and watch a whole season without having to be like, okay, what next week? But I, I think a big thing that hurt uh, both. Both, both the cable companies and the uh, television stations that carry that stuff, like your AMCs and all that, is when you'd have them getting a little bit of a fight, and they're saying, "That's it, no more uh, this on the, on cable systems." Right? And you're right, like, "What right. the hell?" You know. Well, yeah, that, and then just the cost. It's it, it got astronomical. I mean, I pay. Oh, it was like ridiculous. HD, oh, it I was dumb. Yeah. 20 bucks a month for internet or 30 bucks, whatever And there was nothing ever on. Yeah. I only watched four, like I only watched four channels anyway. College football. That's it. I'm yeah. doing that for like well, a few months out of the year. Yeah. And truthfully, like, I mean, when I want to watch a football game, like, I, I go to the I, bar. I go to the bar. Like, yeah, I, I, I almost the bar. rather watch one in a yeah. bar anyway, so... So I'm the only one at the table with cable. That's it, man. There it is. I'm I, done. You won't miss it. You it. That's it. the thing. You have this fear of missing out, but then you realize real quick, you only watch two or three channels all yeah. the time anyway. Right. Well, yeah, right. just get Netflix. I mean, like for, Kardashians yeah. and, uh, you know, baseball. It really helped with the with uh, watching random shit that you didn't want to watch. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that, now you watch random shit that you thought you wanted to watch. Or you can find something like, oh, my God, let's watch this movie. Lots of documentaries. A lot of stuff you find that like is really cool that you never knew existed. Uh, I did I did find that out. And that's good on Netflix. You can always find a good doc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you can do Amazon. Dude, Netflix Hulu's is great. amazing. Hulu's you know? great. Yeah. 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 We rent movies from Amazon. They come out pretty quick once they leave theaters. I mean, there, so. you could rent a movie on iTunes. Yeah. You know, that's true. Apple yeah. TV. Yeah. And you I mean, can jack fine. it straight in. Yeah. Well, we're about to have the, the only way they. Um, I don't know if Paul brought this up, but we're having to upgrade our internet because of all this high speed business we're doing. But um, <laughs> but uh, our, our new package that we got with a different um, provider, it just comes with basic level cable TV. It was all packaged in like we couldn't not get it. Right, right. But it's cheaper than what we were paying before with no cable TV. Right. So now I don't know what channels we're gonna have. Maybe like I don't know, HLN. <laughs> Telemundo, uh, ESPN, Deportes, the good Deportes, stuff, yeah, the good stuff, Only the Ocho. Well, bless you, Mike. Bless Sorry, you, Michael. That hurt. I didn't know you were that adamant about Deportes. Yeah. Well, you know, what, you know what does get annoying. It's like, have you, <laughs> have you ever been watching a game on ESPN and all of a sudden the commentary just switches to Spanish? Like all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, I don't understand what he's speaking Spanish. Go. Dallas Cowboys. Will Abbott. We obviously have cable at the hospital, and I had a guy was in the bed, and he's like, "Hey man, can you turn on the game?" It was the Golden State game the other day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good game. It was a good game. Yeah. So big game. I turn it on for him, and like I'm like, "Oh yeah, here's the channel. I turn it, and it's in Spanish." And he's like. I, I, I need the English one. I'm like, that is the English one. <laughs> and it was like TNT or something, but it was in Spanish for like five minutes, and then it kicked back over. I was like, what was that? Like, all of a sudden, like, were well, they trying to remind you? Oh, by the way, also available in Spanish. <laughs> Nobody cares. I can't understand what you're saying. How am I supposed to get the up to, if you, up to minute if you analysis? Ask, if you ask me, any sporting event would be beneficial without sports announcers. Oh, God. 
You think? You don't like the announcing? Back when John Madden announced, I would yeah. turn it Look, if you're listening to local sports that you want to hear, that you know the voices and stuff like that. That's different. You're that's right. That's different. You're right. You're but if you're I watching a Vern national broad- yeah, yeah. broadcast, and I'm sorry, uh, if it sounds sexist, maybe it is. I cannot watch a college football game with a woman being the lead announcer. No. I just can't. I mean, if you ever notice how Vern Lundquist, he's like giving, I mean, he, he is such a homer. It's like yeah. there's like a Georgia Alabama game. He's like, then Georgia comes on the field. Look at Nick Saban. God, I love <laughs> Bama. Look at the way they take the. Georgia's got the ball. I mean, it's like, what is his problem? No, I, I remember the day I stopped listening to John Madden, and I was yeah. at Cowboys Panthers game in uh, playoffs Georgia, like man. years and years ago. <laughs> And the Cowboys are getting worked. I mean, just worked. It was the year we went to the Super Bowl the first time. Where the Cowboys are getting worked? That oh, never happens. Was Romo falling down? And so, but, but, but freaking, uh, Romo's on the ground. But John Madden the whole time is like, this Cowboys defense has just been phenomenal this year. Oh, that's Jake DeLone with an 80-yard pass for a touchdown. But like I was saying, their defense has been <laughs> bulletproof all season. Oh, that's uh, that's Jake DeLone around the end for 20-yard pickup on the quarterback rush. Yeah, the, these Cowboys defense are just so Total homers. Yeah, Total all, homers. All the whole game, I was like, "What game are you watching? You fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> like they're down by ten, and we're running through them like butter knives through butter. It was yeah. bad, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I literally after that John Madden come on, it went on mute. I would just watch it. I'd rather watch it with a Telemundo over broadcast. Yeah. Well, when you boys get <laughs> a, when Parcel you boys get a Super Bowl, just talking to Madden about it again. When you get a World Series, just come knocking on our back nah. door. Bro. No, we're talking about football. <laughs> Wait, I'm talking about baseball. I'm sorry. How long has it been since those, those Carolina those Panthers boys, don't play World Series? They those play Super Bowl. boys, Rangers. Baseball? What did they play? They, they, they ain't got either. Baseball. They ain't got either one. So I can't remember which one I'm they play. Sure. I didn't know we were talking about baseball. Yeah, 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 I couldn't remember which one they got. Well, when the Braves have done anything in the last ten years, come knocking on my door. We won our division. When the Cowboys have done anything in the last twenty years, we only also won seven. Well, I'm a Georgia fan. When was the last? I believe it's pushing. I think all the now. talent. Ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. most of those guys, most of those guys born in that year are getting ready to retire from the NFL. So how about those flood tides? <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> Michael, why don't you bring up your topic, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. So, and I'm a Georgia fan. <laughs> you can't, you can't see it, but at this table, three out of the four of us are what you would call uh, on the heavier side. Um, we enjoy <laughs> eating. Dude, I'm working. Well, on Doug it. has been getting fat. He's getting Doug fat. always has his yeah. ideas. Fat. So uh, just uh, let's just say four out of four. Four, he loves four it. out of four of us are fat boys. Okay, and um, <laughs> we like to eat on the water. I'm hungry. Uh, so we figured we'd talk a little bit about uh, what we like to eat. Now, Doug already brought it up earlier. I'm a big proponent for fried chicken. Okay. First off, I'm not fat. I'm big bone. Well, that's true. My mama used to tell me that's that. True. Too. And I'm also the most handsomest boy in Tombs County. Yeah, your mama told you that too, yeah, right? I but I think, I, honestly, fried chicken. I think I like for a full like day. Like cold fried chicken. Cold. You are you cool. cold. But only for a full day. Like I'm not doing that when I'm going out for four hours to get you know the flat. The Publix chicken strips. Ooh. Chicken strips. No, no, no. no. <laughs> on the bone. I don't the bone. want your you bones laying around in my bones. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go to the bone. That's the why. That's why. Pull out of those. They're so damn thick when they're cold. Oh my god, they do. It looks like an ACLs in one. Yeah, that's no. It's like stretching flat. It's the leftovers from, from a chicken. Only the public fried chicken surgery. does that, man. Tommy's John surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I got that Jimmy John surgery. Uh, That's okay. the point of fried chicken is the bones. It's its own eating utensil. Well, you first, want to know throw the, in the water. best. Okay, here, here's hey. my. First, wait, wait, hold on. Hold. First yeah. off, you got to start. Like, no bananas. Everybody knows no, that. Did no I hear, did, did someone say no nuts in a boat? 
No, the other day. I, I love. Peanuts. We're not going to create new rules. I no, 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 I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm not, not saying you. I'm talking I'm about the saying, people. I'm talking ever about the things that. that you can't talk about. I mean, the certain right. real food that you can't have in the boat. So the ones that you can't have banana. Is there any? I other don't believe thing in you know the banana of? thing. You I'm, know what the I'm, best thing I'll is? Take a the best is when you're I think when you're in the keys and you pick up that Cuban. No, oh, you put that Cuban wrapped just, in paper. Not just the Cuban; it's the it's the paper Cuban yes. that you get the gas stations. Yes. that are only you put like that in the cooler. South Florida and, Keys. Oh, no, when you're not, yeah. you're not yeah. in the Keys, you can't oh, go. You can't so go wrong good. with the public sub. Love the public sure. sub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the yeah. public oh, sub. It's pretty I got good. a new one, a little fancy, good. little fancy. But you got to buy it at the fancy grocery stores. Smoked herring. Uh, like comes in a can, indestructible. Don't have to anything. Keep it cold. That's not actually fancy. That, that the only <laughs> thing in a can I'll have is Vienna sausage. Nah, man. And that's Lawson's fave. Dude, you I get was, a little smoked herring. You can pick that stuff. I'll, up. I'll so never good. forget my, so my, my friend Brooks's dad comes tarpon fishing with us in Apalachicola, and he pulls out sardines. Pickled jalapenos and saltine crackers. Oh, I'd get down on that. And he made, and he got after it. (laughs) Salt life. He said, literally. Smoke herring herring on a Trisket. You get a little smoke herring on a Trisket, throw it back. Maybe I just don't understand. It tastes tastes exactly like, if you closed your eyes and didn't see it come out of that can, you'd think it was smoked salmon. Maybe I'm a rarity in this. When I I get on a boat and I'm I'm fishing, the last thing I think about is eating. Me too. Oh, it's it's a highlight of my day. I can't I, wait to pull I, the boat literally over. Literally, the lunch. Yeah. It, it, it's not even like, like twelve o'clock. Let's go I eat. Do, I don't worry. <laughs> it's always a highlight of your. I day. love it. I love sitting. Well, to be fair, I love bullshitting and talking and I, hanging I'm out. With Paul, I'm with Paul, but the thing is, like, to be fair, here I explain this to people all the time. Yeah. We fish windows. We don't fish like it's a very rare thing where we go out and fish for twelve hours. Or oh yeah, ten sure. hours. Yeah, we go out and fish for three here. or four. So yeah, yeah, eating's not a big deal when you're only gonna be out there for four hours. Well, we're down South Florida. But like when you're gonna deal. yeah, South yeah. Florida or when you're floating a river, you can fish all or, day. Or you know yeah. whatever. Where you're fishing for eight, ten hours. I like that meal time to be like a planned thing where everybody brought something and like okay, we're cool. gonna sit down yeah. and have like I a love that yeah. chill moment. Like yeah, especially like floating a river where you find a nice Family gravel style. bar and you go set up. Yeah. Yeah, but Cracker Barrel style. Cracker Barrel style. Yeah. We're, t- we're, not, we're talking in generalities here. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen somebody bring on the boat to you? I've got it. Really? Uh, wait, I, you might want to wait for last. Okay. Then. I mean, do you have the... the I mean, well, I'm just saying, like, I, like, these guys know my answer. Last year during the Muskie tournament, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go get a, a sub at Kroger. Right. It was Mark Crapo and, and uh, Grossman and I. Where, where is this? McMinnville, Tennessee. McMinnville. Oh, yeah. So we go in there to get subs. Place with the clocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> like Back world, to the Future, you mean? World time. No, no, like in our hotel yeah. in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Keep up with it, Paul. Well, I'm not talking about the hotel. Anyway. And okay, we know what Paul's talking Come about. Come on. Musky tournament on the river. <laughs> so, uh, frog water. Crapo walks out. We're like, what kind of sandwich you get? Uh, Chris is like, ham, turkey. Oh, I guess he. He would have gotten ham. Y'all, y'all, ham y'all are pretty excited about these sandwiches. Crapo gets sushi out of a Kroger oh. in McMinnville, Tennessee, <laughs> and gets that big like toothpaste thing of wasabi. <laughs> and so later on, we start eating. Man, he puts a big dollop of that, and that's the stuff you're supposed to. <sighs> you're supposed to weaken. That's like a like a, a part of wasabi. wasabi. Pare it down. Yeah, burn your nose. I don't ears. think that. I don't think that's as weird as you think it is. I think that one thing that makes it weird for just, him, dude, Tennessee. Gross, well, it's in Tennessee. No, no, I agree with that it's point. Where he, but uh, but I'm just saying, no. But uh, actually, where he's from, yeah, he's from Utah and he lives in Idaho. It's like where is he running into this great sushi <laughs> anywhere else? That's a good point. <laughs> he's like, man, that sushi looks lot, so good. A lot of good tuna in Provo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heading over to Driggs. I heard they uh, 
Did, got a hell of a rainbow oh, roll working man. right now. Oh, it's some good video Dude, that fun, is, though. That is gross. I had a guy once bring a baked Alaska. A, a what? A what? What is that? Joke. What is that? <laughs> That's one of those big desserts that they light. If you ever watch the movie Scrooge, that's the one Bill Murray thinks the waiter lights himself on fire. We just broke Doug. Let me go back to the office and find my receipt and return Doug. Call in the closer. Where's Jake? Uh, that's called a baked Alaska. <laughs> baked Alaska. I still don't even know what you're talking about. Well, I think I think the most important thing with food, though, no matter what you bring in, is food is proper storage. Because there's nothing worse than a soggy sandwich. Like when it's lunchtime and you're starving, you reach down in there to get the sandwich out, and it's floating around in the uh, ice water. The worst the thing ever. And it's just soggy bread sandwich. Oh, you end up just eating cold meats out of the middle of a soggy bread. Ugh. This is bad. Just bad. What you, Paul, it might have been you that. Uh, one guy that we knew that uh, he took out this client. The client was kind of just a dumbass. <clears throat> didn't know what was going on. He didn't prepare at all. Didn't bring any of his stuff. Oh, it was Joel that told us that. I think Joel. That uh, the client said, hey, you got anything else to eat in this boat? And he goes, well, you uh, only thing left and there's my lunch. Oh. And the guy just opened it up and ate every damn bit of it. Yeah. It was Doug McKnight's story about the guy that yeah. the keys. Yeah. The guy yeah. showed up with lipstick and mascara. Yeah. Just ate that guy's lunch. Yeah. yeah. The guy was like, all I got in there is my lunch. And the dude and he, ate the guy's lunch. Yeah, because the clients are supposed to bring their own lunch. And yeah. the guy wakes up from being passed on the boat for the first three hours. and goes, oh, my God. Man, I'm hungry, man. Yeah. And now, for, all, for all the years that we went to, uh, me and Trey and all those guys went to uh, West Yellowstone. Went out fishing for a week and drift boats and shit like that, dragging them out there. They've got it out. They've got it set up like a program out there. You go on a guide trip, you're going to this place. They got your bag lunch set yeah. up. Oh, you're yeah, picking yeah. the day before. It's like if if you don't have what you need on that trip, you're a dumbass or you drop something in the water <laughs> or both. The guys in Alaska are like that. I mean, are, they, they've got it. Well, they got oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is it is planned to the and and all the guides are expected to know how to cook a shore lunch. Oh yeah, and it's like a big part. That's of fun, it, man. You know? That's yeah. cool. It's really cool catching the salmon and literally mm-hmm. yeah. five seconds yeah. later putting it on the grill. Yeah. Northside Deli in Jackson, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. That's a good place too. Just give a little shout for out. drift boat lunches. Nice. Mm-hmm. But it's always good in some towns. Like you have that availability mm-hmm. here in yeah. Charleston and Beaufort. Pull up to a little bar or restaurant, oh, buy a couple it. drinks. Yep. Well, yep. you've got like, mm-hmm. um, if let's say you went out fishing in the morning and you caught you a little flounder, you can pull up to Water's Edge, carry the fish in. Yeah, that's right. You can. And you can hand yeah. it to them. Oh, really? And for like 15 bucks, they'll cook it for they'll you cook, bring it back cook out. It they well. fry it. Yeah. But like they'll fry it up with a basket of fries and bring it out. It's like 15 bucks. Like you just come walk in and hand it cool. fish. So right. next time we fish, Paul, let's go buy a flounder. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll drop it off to him and see if it works. <laughs> it works. You just go to the bar. Like, hey, I want to know. I'd like you to cook this, and they will. I want to know what it is about the stars lining up every time you get on the water in a boat. Yeah, with your buddies. How you can seriously drink thirteen beers and not really feel that oh, drunk? Yeah, just like <laughs> wait a minute. Do you remember the last blood tide the three of us went out on? That was a year ago. Maybe no. The did, first time last did, year. Did Paul feel it that day? Oh my God, Paul was <laughs> drunk as can be on that. We got a 12 pack, and y'all were like, all right, I guess I will get a beer. And I drank like nine. I mean, I'm, Paul drank all I'm, the beers. I'm bowling the boat. Will's on a tail. Paul's stopping everybody. Wait, this is the my best song boy. ever. Oh. Best song ever. Everybody put you what you're doing down. It's like, Paul, can you turn that down? We're seeing a television. <laughs> what do you mean, turn it down? <laughs> He's, oh, he, 
he's got the future birds maxed out on this like portable speaker and it's just blowing uh, it out. Uh, well, that's, that's the artist in it. So yeah. tell me, what Paul? is it about drinking beer and, and not feeling it? And, well, feeling it a little bit. <laughs> oh, you felt it. I felt it. I was having to deal with it. But no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I think what it is is you're kind of spacing it out during the day. But then the other thing that can happen is you can get seriously dehydrated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're under, yeah. Oh, man. A little message from your Uncle Doug, kids. Drink lots of water. So drink water with hops and barley. Smell. Uh, oh, let's give a little shout out to Leslie. She uh, switched oh, yeah. with O in the next three days. A little she chicken came, scratch. She chicken came scratch. by the uh, laboratories the other day and dropped off these beers. Do bought we have a couple any more shirts. Of these? They're There's actually one really good. I will take that one. Yeah. More. Really Can good. I get a couple minis? Yeah, Doug I don't know if there's any more minis left. So, a happy birthday and thanks, Leslie, for the beer. We're drinking it right now. There's another mini in there. I'll take one. We need to send Leslie. She's got. She's from Nashville. Oh, she. It was her 28th birthday. Yeah. She's with O killing it. We may have to send your your your. One of your children to go get us some beer. Doug bought minis. <laughs> Little baby beers. Little baby. Oh. All right, so Will's like, we're still recording. I don't know if yeah. you know. Yeah, this. yeah. Will's no, like cousin Eddie, yeah. Eddie. He gives me the beers. I'm sitting there for thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh, thank <laughs> you, thank so you, man. Yeah, this is good. No. Um, she just thought she'd bring a little taste of Nashville with her. Tiny mm. beers. Tiny. Those baby beers um, taste good. Doug, uh, you got yeah. any thoughts? Any deep thoughts corner? Not Doug's really. Corner before we go out into a commercial. It's just good to be back. It was kind of strange driving around the truck, listening to the podcast that I wasn't there for. I heard myself. We missed times. you, Doug. Yeah. I thought you had some great shows, though. I mean, I loved hearing Jake talk about the, the Seychelles. Man, did y'all sound jealous. <laughs> we were. I am. I still am. It did uh, look I'm jealous of all Jake's shenanigans. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jake. The hardest, I, I think the hardest I laughed and literally... Swerved to the right, scared the hell out of a Chinese lady, and hit the curb. <laughs> was Which when, is what you try to do was, every day. Yeah. When Will said, "Look, if I want a shit show, I'll stay at home." <laughs> literally a shit see. show. Literally see shit. Uh, I've seen Jake grow up in the last three years to I've a fine seen him adult. grow up <laughs> to a fine adult. A fine, fine, fine adult. adult. <laughs> last <laughs> six years, fine adult. The most amazing thing about Jake is that that string of bad luck he had that four oh, years. So that, those are amazing stories. He must I mean, have done something terrible. Like, I mean, you know, like there's no way the Dalai Lama down a flight of stairs or something. Oh, like there's no, there's no, no way I way. could have handled what happened to him in North Carolina. Oh. Y'all know I would have ended up in jail. <laughs> yes. Well, what was it? It was a couple years ago. Was it? Jake didn't go on that trip, but when you and Jurgens went out to the Outer Banks and y'all left oh y'all's tent out on the beach, and so it, one of y'all's tents just rolled what, down about a one mile. Of us, it was mine. So in the middle of the night, a storm blows through. We're on Cape Lookout camping on the beach, and this is in the middle of the mullet run. This is some awesome stuff happening. So we're, you know, everybody's pretty drunk when they go to bed. Storm rolls through middle of the night, 40 mile per hour winds. I've got to pee. I get out of this little one man tent. You're called, the only thing holding it down. It's called <laughs> it's called a tent cot. Okay, tent cot. What, what fucking genius made this thing up? So I unzip it, get out My of the grandfather. Thing. I'm walking <laughs> over, pitch black dark. I'm in a minefield of other guys in their tent cots. Take a piss, zip it up. Winds howling. Go back. My home's gone. <laughs> 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 so 
I'm stumbling around in the dark. I'm feeling oh, just he, dug he, break down. I try to get in. Somebody's like, I'm in here. I'm in here. I'm like, oh, this isn't my tent guy. <laughs> thing was gone. Yeah, what Tanner like in the truck? I'm like, get out of here. So everybody was in. Yeah. So I had to find my truck, get inside of it, crank it up, and fall asleep. Every time, tell you about wrong. the time I went to a Dave Allen Co. concert in Statesboro. Yeah. And uh, beer for flowing. We're having well, a good time. Yeah. David Allen Co. And um, I was like, I have I just went ahead and pulled myself. Just went ahead and called the manager, took myself off the mound. <laughs> nice. And uh, I'd step outside and, and you know, compose yeah. myself. Yeah. Right. And I felt uh, <laughs> I, I felt a slumber coming upon me. <laughs> I've seen it happen. And uh, I, did, I don't think I've heard my dad and I, and say I, that before. And I, and I couldn't uh, get back in the bar to go find the people I was with. Uh, so, I, so I found their car. And it was locked, so I couldn't get in it. So what I did, I was like, all right, a little quick goat thinking. So I decided to lay between the front left tire and the back left tire and leave like hang half of myself out. So when they pull up, they got to see me. So and I got to or, or trip on you. I mean, they're I, not going to leave you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I go to sleep. And I remember one time a guy wake, waking me up, and he's he's like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Dude, I'm totally fine. I'm just waiting on my friends." You know, he's like, "Let me just go back to sleep on the floor." Yeah. You know, under a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, driven and, over. and then next thing I know, I wake up at 6.30 in the morning. This parking lot had about 500 cars. There's a one car in the parking lot, and I'm under it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get up, and I'm like, where the hell are these guys? And I go back and look at the back of the car, and it had a Florida tag. It wasn't my friend's car. <laughs> The one fucking car, dude. <laughs> Do you think they came up to you and you saw this like body? They're like, I fuck, I know. I nothing to do with that. Shit happens uh, at co concerts. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I stole this car. I don't <laughs> oh, imagine what's playing close up the honky tonks. That's hilarious, man. That's, that's, that's awesome. a good Will Abbott story right there. That's Maybe classic. sometime we'll hear the New Orleans story. The New Orleans story. Some other time. Oh, Some other time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Drinking with Will Ab is dangerous. All right, well let's uh, head out for another. Uh, let's get scoop in here. Is he live? Is he ready to go? Yeah, I think he's got it loaded up. All right, let me get a song going. We'll go out for a little break. Lock the door. Don't let the one I love go there anymore. Close up the home. Welcome back to WBGS, Greenwood, South Carolina's home, Gospel Station, Gospel All the Time. Between 10 and 12 a.m. every Wednesday, join Tom Winkler for the Gospel Caravan. Tom joins everyone in the community to talk about the local gospel scene and caravan people all about the Lord's teachings. Join us every Wednesday, 10 to 12, WBGS with Tom Winkler, Gospel Caravan. Ta-ta. Tuesday, a two-hour movie, Going Ape, a hilarious comedy that drives you bananas. Tony Danza, Jessica Walter, and Danny DeVito are Going Ape Tuesday. Was it called a burnt? Ain't nothing like the real thing. 
King introduces chicken tenders, real fillets of all white meat chicken breasts, not formed bits and pieces of chicken like McNuggets, real chicken fillets. Staple one, is it? Who's that? No, wait, hold on, hold on. You ready? You ready? Charlie Robeson. American I Aquarium. Oh, I've seen them a couple times. <laughs> they're actually, that's a really good live show, by the way. If yeah, you've seen yeah, they are. They are American really, really Aquarium's good. good. Really yeah, they are. Yeah. I don't think they're around anymore. Yeah, they are. are. they not? Yeah. I, American He's doing his own solo stuff now. What's or, his name? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Trey <laughs> says from American Aquarium. Uh, yeah, it's been a lot of years since I've, I've seen them live, but Somebody they were, that was a good show. Um, well, can can I get some loon? I gotta do a bunch of stuff with them. <laughs> you got you got it at the beginning. Uh, hey, hey, listen to this coyote. Coyote on meth. Coyote. <laughs> I will. Right near the beach. Live from Charleston, South Carolina. So uh, this segment we got. Old Duncan Millsap coming in. Oh, geez. Yeah. Man. The is, how to. Is what's, I don't even. Has he even shown up yet? How is he going to do this? I have no idea. It's going to work. It's going to work. He says it's going to work. I believe the man. We He's bought in. We, we bought in on this whole how to segment thing he wants to do. So he, we'll just see if it works. If it doesn't work, we won't do it again. I don't know what to tell you. He's a camp counselor. Right? We're going to tie yeah. knots. You know, I taught, I taught on fly fishing the, the at a camp one time. Oh, for a couple you years. You taught fly actually. fishing how to camp. No, I taught fly fishing at a camp. <laughs> I taught fly fishing how to camp. <laughs> no, I, I was at a camp teaching people how to fly fish. Right, that one down on uh, Wabalaw, right? Yeah, Camp Honanwa. It's a Boy Scout camp. I'm not. I thought it was Heidi Ho. No, that's where this Millsap guy. Oh, teaches. that's I right. I taught it Honanwa. What's it called again, Paul? Heidi Ho. Why is that so funny? I don't know, man. I, I didn't do. I'm not the counselor. You know these camps always come up with weird names and stuff, though. Yeah, Honanwa. Like yeah, like Honanwa. What in the Honanwa. hell does that mean? I have a shirt somewhere at home. Like they gave me an instructor shirt. I did it for a couple of years. So I got taught the Boy Scouts. They're all inner city kids that come up here and stay at this Boy Scout camp. It's actually a really good program. Yeah, that's cool. But every couple of weeks they'd have a fresh batch of kids coming from Miami, from Atlanta, from all mm-hmm. these inner cities mm-hmm. areas, and um, <laughs> I would drive out there, which it's an it's a haul. Let's yeah. just say. And I'd drive out there in the afternoons. Every afternoon, we'd teach fly casting and fly tying, which yeah. these little kids were all about it. It was fun. Right, right. But I got a cool little, Fuck it was you, like man. a polo shirt. Had a little campfire on it. And it said Honanwa, but it was like this oh, god-awful, like, Miami Vice teal color. Ruined it. Ruined it. <laughs> Damn it. I've still kept it. I didn't give it away. I was like, I'm going to keep this somewhere. Hold I'm never wearing it. Is that Chinese? Hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Wait, there's oh, Duncan. Mills- yeah. That's Duncan. Yeah. Let him in. Let Duncan him in. Mills hey, what's he? Get off the Is he mail trying to get box. our mail? Yeah. Hey, how are y'all? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Ding, ding, ding. I'm here. Oh, yeah, the come, bell works. Come have a seat. <laughs> hey. Paul, Paul, give him up. Give him I'm seat. I'm Duncan. Those shorts are hey, short, Duncan. buddy. Hey, how are y'all? What do I do here? Do you know Bridger? 
Holy moly. Uh, Bridger, no. Uh, how, what do I do here? Looks like uh, y'all shot. You can put the you earphones Put the earphones on. Okay, great. Okay. All right, so Duncan. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm on sorry, radio. I y'all's legs. Yeah, well, you're. <laughs> so this is what it's like to be on the radio. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. We do yeah. little things for the kids. Anyway, I'm Duncan from Heidi Oak Summer Camp. Have y'all ever been there? Duncan, how no, much coffee no, did you didn't. have before you got it's here? It's up in Sumter County, okay. Doug. Okay. okay, we're ta- okay. we're not talking about coffee. <laughs> Woo, man. Anyway, it's Mike, great I'm to be scoot here. Over a closer <laughs> to you. So, do y'all like fly fishing? Well, yeah. we, we do it a little bit, yeah. Oh, have you? Have you been fly fishing, Michael? Once or twice. Uh, it's great. I uh, <laughs> hi, I don't know. You haven't said hello. I'm I'm Duncan. How are you doing? Very good, don't. Duncan. How you doing, buddy? Will. Don't worry 7-11. about Will. 7-Eleven. I love 7-Eleven. Not 7-Eleven. They got the best donuts. Okay. Right. Anyway, so Duncan, you are fired up. Oh can my you, God, I'm um, so excited. I've been so excited about this so for so long. <laughs> wait, wait. Can you tell all, no, all of our I'm listeners out there exactly where did you buy these shorts? Well, have you ever been to TJ Maxx, Doug? Yes, I have. Are you a Maxinista? Well, maybe. <laughs> That's what they call them. <laughs> they got the best stuff and I the like best deals. They're like fresh, just right off the racks of like, say, Saks yeah. Fifth Avenue yeah. and stuff. Oh, anyway, yeah. I don't pay Saks prices, though. Right. No, you're right. you're Faxinista. Where are you from, Duncan? Well, you like sex, but not sex prices. <laughs> well, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, I bet y'all get along. Have you ever thought about being a camp counselor, Will? God, I think you'd just be great at it. I'll talk to you afterwards. I think I like you I think you would do really well there, Will. So as a matter of fact, Doug, I am from New Hampshire. I okay. just didn't quite fit in down there, and I just came out south as quick as I could possibly get. Is that Hampshire? Or? New Hampshire. New, New Hampshire. Right. I don't claim it anymore, but you asked me. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The live for your die state, isn't that, New Hampshire? So we're going to be teaching some fly tying. We're going to tie some flies. Okay. Some okay. call it flying ties, but that's just because it gets all tongue twisted. <laughs> Anyway, um, we're going to tie some flies. Who, who's going to be my, my special little protege? Well, that's not going to be me. Can I be? So, yeah. Oh, we'll sure. I've that. got two vices, so if y'all both want to get in on this. Yeah, I guess I'm i got in. more than a couple oh, vices. Oh, Will, uh, he is funny. You guys can this. You know, I'm around kids all the time, so I don't get to talk about my there vices too much. But I do love non-alcoholic beer. Oh, you're big old uh, duels fan. And I'll, every now and then I'll smoke a clove cigarette. Just don't tell anyone. <laughs> we get behind the bunks and smoke a little clove action, if you know what I'm saying. Don't tell your mama. Smells no. like Thanksgiving. Oh, my mama will kill me. Ooh, baby. Anyway, okay, here's the little doodads. The okay. uh, devices are right here and the little doodads. So That's take them. Nice take them. Right, okay, right, so I just right, grab we this. Okay. Okay. Can, I assume you all are both so right You can let go of my hand. Okay. okay. Hang <laughs> all right. So. I'm not really teaching. I'm teaching you guys how to fly ties, but I'm also teaching the people listening on the radio how to fly, fly ties. T- yes, Doug. We okay. explained a little bit ago that either one of those work. Okay. 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 Interchangeable. Um, interchangeable. Right. Let's right. not yeah. get all texty okay. and question marky on me, if you know what I'm saying. So, uh, so anyway, so grab your little bodkin doodad. Uh, it's got, yeah, it's okay, got the bobkin. Oh, I don't know what the bobkin is. Bob, I, I'm sorry, Bob, and I messed up. I buy all my. Flies oh, I, I wonder why we were starting with the with the bobkin. Yeah. That was yeah. so. Weird. Since neither of y'all have ever tied any flies, we're gonna I've, go ahead. I've no, tied, Michael, I've tied we're flies. gonna teach y'all how. Will, we're teaching y'all how to tie flies. Okay. 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 Well, okay. Once, so grab the bobbin. Just, it has okay. the thread. That's the yeah. thing that has the yeah. thread on yeah. it. Yeah. I'm aware. Got the bobbin. So sorry. I've got your hooks already in there. If you yeah. notice, that's a hook. We're going to yeah. use that. That's what we're building the fly on. What size hook is this? It doesn't matter, Will. We're just going to tie a little willy bugger, okay? okay, okay. Will, can okay. you get me a beer for the love of God? There's no more beers no left. More beer. How so, do you know that? I was in there earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gay. I'm, I'm 
<laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. Uh, nothing. Anyway, nothing. He's okay. playing with buttons. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay so grab your bod, bod thing, okay. thingamajiggy. You got the thread. And see the thread? Pull that thread out about four or five inches. Well, that, okay. that varies depending on what you got. Well, and, and go about 45 degree angle. Put that on the hook. Is this 40? Okay. And is then this 45? And then, well, Doug, you're just oh, playing okay. with air. You're not tying flies here. I thought these guys <laughs> okay. were. Oh, okay, yeah, listen. You I, need to help me. I want to learn. <laughs> okay, so get that thread and you just go 45 degree angle thrust thread. Wrap it around there and start wrapping back. Did you say thrust thread? <laughs> thrust thread, yes. This is the brand called Thrust Thread. They uh, sponsor me. Oh, okay. Okay, so wrap it back towards the bend of the hook. You trying that? I, yeah. I, I Michael, got it. you're doing it to get. You I, I, I promise it's, you. It's you got the bocking in the hook way too tight. You needed like a, a big like this. Like, is that what they call about, a whip like finish? Twelve inches between. I think, the, I think that's too much. No, I'm, no. This is how I learned it. This is how you do it. Like a monkey okay. on a grinder. All right, I'll, so go, I'll go with you your. You want method. like twelve right, inches so. in between the bocking and the hook. Twelve. There you go. There you go. Got it. Got it. Okay. See this little clump of marabou. Yep. You want to pinch that. You want to make that about the same. About the same length, like times two of the hook. It's kind of like a tuft. We're gonna, that seems a little long. It, it Michael, is listen, it a tuft? You, I'm teaching you how to tie a fly here. I'm just saying. I don't I'm know why you keep questioning me. Will right. is a perfect pupil. Thank you. All right. All right. I'll show you. Okay. Up. So tie, So just pinch that blunt part that I cut. What? See that little piece of square off part that I, I cut? I found if you leave the feathers still intact. Mike. Ah, Jesus. Okay. Where I did you get it. this one? I, I, I don't, I does he just question everything y'all do yes, on the show, too? Yes, he, he does. Okay. Yes, he does. This is how to, not tell me how to, Michael. Uh, okay. I think I okay. need a compass right now. Okay. okay have, you, uh, have you urinated? So tie that little clump on there. Got it. And then build up a bunch of thread right in front of that marabou to kind of even it out. Even it good. Out. You want to build it up. You want to build it up. You want to build, build, build. Build it, Mike. Build it. That's terrible. Mike, build it. Build it. Build it up. I'm building it. I'm building it. I'm building it. All See right, how that beautiful like, thread. two inch tail with that big old bulbous thread piece yeah, right in that. front of it? Bulbous thread. So, so anyway. So, anyway. So, we're going to go from there. Yeah. Here's your chenille. Here's your little pieces chenille? of chenille. That's chenille, Will, right? do you yeah. want orange okay. or purple? Yeah. Purple, please. Michael, you get the orange, okay? Orange goes great with olive tails. Oh, God. No, it doesn't. So you're going to tie in this hackle. It's this schlapping hackle. Schlapping. Sorry. Oh, I guess you missed your dictionary. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to tie in that schlapping with the point tip. We're going to tie in that day. chenille. Quit interrupting! Keep going, keep going. Got it. Yeah, it's tied in. Okay, it looks great. You You say so. You tie like you've done this before, Michael. Uh, Anyway, Will, how are you? You Will, you ain't new too good. So tie, just wrap it forward. Wrap it forward. Oh, heavens to Betsy. We left off the lead, so just take it off. We got to put the lead back on, Michael. I can put it on without taking everything off. No, no, no. We're going to take it off. We've got to do it the right way. I've got to show you the wow. right way. If I'm going to teach you, we're going to do it the right way. All right. All right. Slopping. But I'm going to be your guy. Three. This is why I buy flies. Okay. So. Me, okay. I might buy flies after this. Yeah. Michael, you're just doing so good. Like, it looks like you've done this for Will. Huh. I'm doing okay. No, right? we're not We're not wrapping the lead on the chenille. you got to take the chenille off. Chenille off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is that good? We might just come back to you, Will. <laughs> Michael, let's just keep clump. going on this. All right, we got the lead. I got the lead wrapped around. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Typically, if you want rubber legs in the in the fly, you would tie them as you go. But we're just gonna put them right at the front. Okay, so just tie in that rubber leg. I don't know why you're looking at me like that, but God, you're doing really good over here, Michael. Rubber legs at the front. For the first time ever, it's just a really amazing how good That's you are. Definitely not the first time ever, but all right. Well, 
Okay, so your show, Captain. Your show, Captain. Okay, right. so normally what we do, see how we have that extra little half inch on the front of the fly? Well, what? normally we would put a cone head there, but what we're going to do is my little thing. <laughs> I like to just wrap lead wire on there. So oh. what we're going to do, take this little piece of lead wire. Yeah. And just... No, no, no. Keep no, your, that piece. That not that. Keep, oh, this piece. That keep, piece. Keep your not thread, that piece, but this piece. Keep yeah. your thread okay. back by the chenille where you tie that off because we're going to come back over the lead wire with the thread, make it look all colorful and such. Okay. okay. So, okay. Yeah, wrap that, that thing. So, Will, did you quit? Terrible. You're done? I'm just watching Michael. Okay. We're, so, we're just focusing on so Michael here. We're not doing that one. He's we're a great just fly tire. First time He's ever. He's a great student. Will, let me see your finished product. Oh, here it is. All right. That's that's far as we'll got. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Wait, you gotta. T- but you have yeah, to. F- I'm not fishing with that. You have to put the lead wire on the front. I'm working on it. I'm okay. working on it. Got. I gotta build a. I'm building a lead wire cone head as we speak. All right. That's it. Done. Mm, that's that's looking good. That's Duncan's little woolly booger baby. That's what I like to call it. I'll give it that. Mike, put that down. It looks like a penis. Else? Well, the magical thing, like magical thing like about it <laughs> looks like a catch penis. <laughs> like well, that was great. You did great for the first time, Michael. Okay, you did really good. I'm glad y'all invited me here for this, Duncan. I'm pretty sure you're just tying small penises. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, it's not a small penis. It's a fly that it, we fish with. You, you know, said it's a fly it, fishing it show. It looks like a small Mike, penis. You hey, said it was a fly fishing Mike, show. Maybe you need to join him and go to camp at Camp Whippahunny or whatever. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it is hidey ho, Will. Oh, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> And we teach fun things like fly fishing and fly tying. And I just thought I'd bring that to y'all, but y'all don't seem to appreciate it at all. Well, tell us a little something about yourself. How long have you been fly fishing? Yeah. Well, well, you know what, Will? I got on a YouTube channel about two months ago and just fell in love with it. And I feel I, I feel like I know everything. It's just well, I, I can teach people. But no. I, well, now, I do. I just taught you how to tie a fly for the first time, Michael, and it was very exhilarating and exciting. Times I've done this. Now, you just you tied a small penis, you Michael. Did, you, did sure. get, you did get a little bit of heads up because didn't you do a lot with feathers when you were a hairdresser about like five years ago? Wait, what? Well, you one of those guys buying them? Is, that, is that what you used to do? I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that at all up in North Carolina and Charlotte. I did not do that. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said New Hampshire. I never called every fly shop in the country asking for hackles. I never did that. But anyway, I, I love fly, I love fly fishing. Yeah, and I feel like this summer's gonna be great because I'm gonna teach all the youngins how to tie flies, like the one I just taught you, Michael. How that? I just think they're gonna be get a big kick out of it. They you might. know what I mean? They might. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so next, I think next segment next month, I'm gonna come back once a month, and I think next time we're gonna teach you guys how to to cast a fly rod. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could use yeah. some work on my cast. I bet Always you have working. a sexy double haul, Michael. <laughs> uh, I, work, uh, I try. I Mike, try. I think you found a new friend. Will, I bet your reach cast is something to die for. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I bet it is. And Doug, yeah, I just, just like, look at Doug's hair. I just like to look at you. <laughs> so anyway, you have, so you have like a, a, a website or an email at Camp, at camp Touching Children. I've got it all, time. Michael. I've got it all. I've got it all. So let's let's. Uh, I'll, I'll see. So I'll see y'all in about a month, maybe. Sounds yeah. like a deal. Let's write Sounds that down. Like, yeah. Okay. This is Duncan. I'm out. Duncan, we're glad uh, you okay. came. Buddy. Thank y'all. All right. Duncan Honeys. No, what is okay. it? Duncan Somebody Mark? get the door for him. Don't let it hit oh, him. Oh, my God. Don't let God. him touch anything. Oh, good. God. He's back with Lawson now. See you, oh. buddy. Have fun, Lawson. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. I'm going to ring the bell when I go. Lawson, nah, give us like some bell. shirts. He likes that bell. Okay. Yeah. It's a little harsh. Holy cow. Wow. Wow.
Where that, do we that find was fun to watch. Dude, please fish with that small penis today. I'm not touching that small penis anymore. <laughs> that was fun to watch. Look, looks like a cat <laughs> looks like a cat penis. <laughs> I tried to tell him I've done this fly time thing for a while. Yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah. You didn't like being told what to do. Well you were you I don't like being told what to do when they're doing it wrong. Well you no, weren't right? being real assertive either. You're just kinda of letting him walk all over well, you a little bit. I mean he's a guest. He I was definitely to, I walking all like, over my yeah. Hey, I was, you didn't. Nobody helped. Nobody bucked up and I helped mean, me. I well, was you horrified. Gotta, you just got to play along. It's just in your best interest. Well, like, I was in, shocked. The guest, you were you were shocked. I mean, and that wasn't a bit. He just did it again. <laughs> I was literally shocked. There. <laughs> what were you literally? Sh- have you ever literally been shocked, Doug? Literally. Have you? Every day. Like you put uh, your finger in a socket shocked. and lo- just, just shock yourself. <laughs> Have you ever been hit? Like I just want to know. Ever been hit by lightning? By, by anything? By well, electrical. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm fishing Wait, tonight, so there are, there are a lot of storms around. Yeah, I got shocked. At I only have this much capacity in yep. my head. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got shocked at Harry's house when I was helping him paint and his he had his yeah. electrician over that house they were redoing. Oh, you got shocked, John. Well, they had yeah, like the electrician yeah. had all the wires <laughs> hanging out, and he didn't put tape on the wires. Oh they were just sticking God. out like yeah. bailed wires. Not good. And I walked by it, not paying attention, <clears throat> and nicked it. <clears throat> oh yeah, just walking by like, <laughs> hey Harry, where do you want to put this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Jesus, that hurt. <laughs> and literally, it was one of those like it stopped you like. <laughs> <laughs> Not not fun. Blue flame. Just like, <laughs> God, I just barely brushed it, too. Just another. Hey, Harry, you won't put the brushes oh. on the. Oh, <laughs> oh stroke. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that's correct. <laughs> All right. Well, well that guy was a treat, man. Camp Hada, honey. Just, where where just, are we finding these? I don't people? have. Will, did you find that guy? Email. They all emails. Jeez. I think Will just surfs YouTube and then emails these people that pop up. I would up love to know the emails that you deny. Like, if yeah. you get that guy. Yeah, yes. what, yeah, what do you not respond I'm plugged to? into the uh, Southeast Camp Market. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't whip behind me. <laughs> This guy contacted me and figured out. We get a lot from Queso, too, don't we? Yeah, we get a lot from Queso. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's got uh, lots of friends. Oh, yeah. Lord help us all. Can't touch and chill. Well, next I was going to have Michael talk about his <laughs> thing he brought, thingy thing, a uh, little road trip talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, when we when we sit down every week, like, you know, we try to come up with different ideas for topics. So this is one that, that, that got spurred in my mind after Jake's epic uh, road yeah. trip to North Carolina. Yeah. So uh, I figured all of us, you know, not necessarily all bad road trips. Like some of them might be awesome. Some of them might be just memorable for whatever reason. So I figured we could kind of go around to a little roundhouse, uh, talk about uh, road trips that were significant to us. Not necessarily the, mm-hmm. you know, the fishing like you know, yeah. like Jake's uh, trip to the Seychelles, but like maybe just the getting there. Because a lot of times yeah. that's the whole like that's what you remember. Like, you know, we went to the Everglades this year. I, I I remember a little bit about the fishing, but the fishing wasn't that great. But the trip itself was awesome. So. I got a good one. Yeah, go ahead. You lead it off, Doug. I'm not going to start it. You go ahead, Doug. <coughs> so, a lot of y'all might know I went to Georgia. <laughs> We're gonna start this uh, little little saga in Athens, Georgia. So, um, can you bring me my chopstick? <laughs> good buddy, my Brooks Watkins, uh, comes up with this brilliant idea. We're gonna drive out to Montana uh, from Athens, Georgia. And we were trying to figure out a cheap way to do it because, you know, we're both in college, we're both broke. And we decided to enroll in classes at Montana State University. <laughs> How is that a cheap way to do no, no. anything? Okay, follow in, me. In Billings? Follow me. Bozeman. 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 I, so, wait, yeah. Wait a minute. Montana State's in Billings, up. right? 
I thought maybe it was University of Miami. No, the Wildcats. Yeah, I think they're in Billings. Okay. All which you know one? is that you went to Bozeman. Whichever one was in Bozeman. So we enroll in classes. I take Native American culture. Uh, well, and I'm just not sure about that right now. Brooks enrolls in Native American culture, too. So we drive across country. It's an amazing trip. We get stopped in Wyoming, fish a bunch of spring creeks. We get up there. And, and the great part about it is if you enroll in a class and you're already at another university, you can stay in student housing for basically nothing. So okay. we're staying nice in these, I like where this is going. It's actually yeah. really nice little little apartments, right? Yep. Good maneuver. We enroll in class and we quickly find out that there are few people in the world more racist than Native Americans. <laughs> wow. I am the only white person in this class. And I proceed honestly to get thrown out of the class, but manage oh to God. what makes <laughs> yeah. me not just to, totally doubt this. Well, basically, I, I challenged the validity of the professor's stories because they were greatly slanted towards the Native American <laughs> side hmm. of the story. Anyway, uh, so while we're out in Montana, we get to fish all these amazing Okey-dokey. places. We get to go out. Uh, it's basically, I mean, costing us nothing to stay out there. We stay out there for about, I think, three months all summer. And the, the absolute, I guess, you know, you know, the apex of the trip was we decide <laughs> to drive, and keep in mind we're like 22 years old, yeah. 21, drive from Bozeman to the Washington State Gorge mm-hmm. to see fish. It's probably 12 hours from... You remember this band? Fish? Yeah. Yeah, I think they Start with the PH. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. PH fish. And, uh, yeah, so we mapped out all these fishing spots along the way. We stopped and fished the green, the wise... Northern Idaho is the most beautiful place I've ever seen in my life. Coeur d'Alene, unbelievable. Um, that was nice up there. Yeah. Got up to Washington State. Decided to buy a bag of mushrooms in the parking lot, which was <laughs> definitely the, uh, the the definite highlight of the of the entire <laughs> the experience. Apex. Uh, I guess that's your theory. No, seriously. I think, Will, you talked about falling asleep under a car. That's true. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I tried to leave the concert and couldn't find a car. (laughs) (laughs) In in a parking lot full of thousands of cars. You made a car out of clay. (laughs) But I will say this. uh, After it was all said and done, I had the most amazing road trip fishing ever. I fished so many different places I can't even hardly remember. Caught more fish than I can remember. And any of you young guys out there listening... I'm not advocating that you go to a fish show and eat a bunch of mushrooms, but I'm definitely advocating that you grab your buddy, plan a road trip like that. There are so many cheap ways to do it if you really dig in and research it. Get out there, get off your butt, and go see what's out there. Yeah, that's, man, that's not a crazy cool. idea. I like Never heard anybody enrolling in college in order just to go yeah. on a road trip, like one class. I, I didn't know it, that was an I option. Yeah. That's an innovative. It though. is, yeah. man. It's well, it's well thought out. So, Doug, on your fishing trip. What is your favorite hole? Uh, definitely the Wise River in northern Idaho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, uh, so you, you, you be- technically you have a little part of Montana on your, uh, yeah, on your transcript. Yes, I do. Yes. And I, I swear it's Montana State University. Should we look this up? Yeah, so you got and, and Billing. Ben Austin. You got Ben Austin. No, it's you definitely Ben Austin. Ben went to Montana. In Billing. In, no, in Helena, isn't it? One's in Helena. No. One's no. in Montana State. We got to figure uh, this out. Well, one is in Bozeman. Yeah. Well, and, I think, and, I think, and I think that's Montana. It is University of Montana. Winner, Bozeman. All right. So, what's University of Montana? Is that that would be uh, Billings? Um, it's not no, Billings. <laughs> no, it's uh, shit. I'm going for Great, Helena. Great Falls. No, it ain't Helena. It's uh, Missoula. 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 Ding ding Missoula. 
All right. But, you know, awesome trip. Well, I got one. Awesome trip. Uh, well, I got a bunch, but I, I'll, I'll go with this one. So, a uh, buddy of ours, uh, Boone Walker, who works mm. for, uh, is he Hardy or Orvis now? I can't He's remember. He's Pure Fishing Hardy, I think. Pure Fishing Hardy, okay. Uh, is a rep. So, this was years ago. Um, Boone, I was probably 24. Boone was probably like 23. Anyway, we used to go up, uh, me and all the guys from, from Charleston used to go up fish uh, the Fall Salvacore in North Carolina every year in the fall. Well, Boone decided he wanted to go with us, and Boone had a boat. So, he calls me up. And he's like, hey, man, you know, let's go do it. He's like, I'm going to be in Charleston for a couple days before. Anyway, he said, you just jump in my rig and we'll ride up. I was like, all right, no problem. Yeah. So jump in the rig, we're towing up uh, 17. We get outside of uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, which is where Camp Lejeune is, the big mm-hmm. um, Marine Corps base. And if you've ever been anywhere near a large military base in the middle of nowhere, there's nothing on the road except for fast food, strippers, and tattoo joints. That's military surplus stores. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all that's on the stretch of road. And so we're, we're going out through there, and we see this. Uh, it's it's lunchtime, and we were talking about we need to find something for lunch. So we're looking for McDonald's or, you know, just road fit trip trash food. Mm-hmm. And um, we drive by this place called, uh, I believe it's called Toby's. It was a gentleman's club called Toby's. I don't make that up. With a steak buffet? I'm pretty well, sure Duncan said, hangs out said, there a lot. There's, there's a sign on the front that says, Dancers start at noon. <laughs> and so we look down, and it is noon, like on the dot. And we're driving by, and so we do exactly what's happening right here. We're laughing, and we start making jokes uh, about what if we stopped and had lunch at a strip club. Let's do and it. Half a mile down the road, it got serious, and Boone just turns. He's, like, driving. He turns and goes, Mike, did we just talk ourselves into this? I was like, I think we did, Boone. <laughs> and he hooks a Yui. I mean, without even, like, looking over his shoulder, just, <laughs> like, with a 21-foot, like, uh, bay boat behind us. Hooks a Yui in the middle of I-17 North. We turn around and we go to Toby's. We park the boat rig and everything Toby's. out behind Toby's. Of the wing. We go in and like there's a there's a it says members only or whatever and there's like a book where you sign in, and I'm like oh shit we're not members and and Boone's like oh just just do what I do and he just writes in guest and like walks in I was like all right so we walk in we're the only people in Toby's surprise and uh, there's a girl up there warming up on the stage I guess she's practicing some new moves was she stretching I guess she's she was just there was music going she wasn't really dancing she was just doing stuff on the pole I'm not sure what she's doing and there's a big ugly girl behind the bar so I go up there and uh, this says Coors Lights two for two dollars ugly to you no whatever and so we go up there, and we order some Coors Lots, and I was like, hey, uh, just curious, do you guys have any food? First time and the last time I've ever asked that question in a strip club. But I was like, do you guys have any food? And she goes, well, no, we don't serve really no hot food, but there's a snack counter over there if you like. And I swear to God, on the corner of this bar is a Little Debbie, like one of those like leaning metal racks that you know, holds Little Debbies on it, just loaded with honey buns. And I was like, honey buns. And I just looked at I was like, I'm not eating a honey bun in a strip club. Like, I drew my line in the sand. I was like, I'll just take two Coors Lights. This thing's please. awfully gooey. Yeah. So we'll grab our Coors Lights. We go sit down at the stage. And it's definitely C-team, but it's not the worst C-team I've ever seen in a strip club. And so we're, Do they even have a C-team? They had a C-team. But what was great was after every dance, since we were the only people in there, and we had a few ones between us, we just throw them. The dancers would get done and then just come sit down with us and watch the next dancer. So by the end of it, we had about three strippers around us. Just, just hanging, like out. hanging out. Yeah. And my buddy uh, John Hill calls us. He's about halfway up there. He's like, where are you guys at? And like, you can hear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're at Toby's. We're working our way there. And he's like, and he seriously is like, where at, where's Toby's? I'm like, it's in Jacksonville. He goes, 
there in five. And, goes, <laughs> and John, John had been working that day, so he's still in a suit and tie. Like he, uh, he, he used to be a rep for some. Uh, and he's like an hour company. behind you guys. Yeah, and so like he comes walking in like suit and tie, just like comes charging in, and there's me and Will, me and uh, Boone with four strippers <laughs> sitting at the front row of the oh, of boy. the stage. You're drinking Coors Light, half drunk into it, and uh, so he comes down. And it was Boone's birthday. So John does the friendly friend thing, which I didn't do, and buys Boone a, dr- a dance. But they do it right in front of us. And this this old girl, C team, bless her heart, she's rubbing her, she's rubbing, she's giving him the full. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome yeah. to my underground lair. So she's rubbing her junk all over Boone, like up and down. And Boone's, Boone, I swear to God, at one point she she bends over, and she's got her boobies in his face, you know, like touching his cheeks, like right oh. close. And he's like, he just leans back, and goes, "Those are nice." <laughs> Like he's just hanging out. So we leave finally. We just drag ourselves out of Toby's. It's smelling now, like strippers. Oh, it's like three in the afternoon now. Uh, We've got glitter all over us. We yeah. smell like strippers. Oh, uh, yeah. The glitter, you never can get rid of that never stuff. Never get rid of glitter. So we come walking out, and Boone, like as we're walking to the rigs, uh, Boone looks at John Hill and he says, John Hill, I just want to thank you. John's like, for what? He goes, for ruining a perfectly good Columbia <laughs> shirt. He goes, this thing smells like B. Arthur's pussy. <laughs> Way better than my uh, mushroom story. We ended up, we made it. It was all right. It was a good trip. But that, I'll awesome. never forget that. Like eating lunch at a strip club on the way to a yeah. trip. Unbelievable. Oh, man. I love titties. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we uh, prank low country real quick before we end the segment? I'm in. Who's going to do it? I'm not. Will, you want to do it? You want to be the just can't figure it out, broken rod, or where I left the rod, or if it's at uh, the store? Why don't we put up their number and call them in the next segment? Okay. Yeah. We're also calling Cam next segment, too. We'll just back to back it. All okay. Right, cool. Um All right. Well let me get a little tune out of here. We'll get we'll get it. This segment of Barely Live brought to you by Flood Tide Company and WBGS's Greenwood, South Carolina's very own Caribbean Express with Lady D and DJ Frankie D, 5 to 7 p.m. every Wednesday. Feel and experience the sounds of the beautiful Caribbean while talking about the Lord. Join us now every Wednesday, 5 to 7 p.m. with Lady D and DJ Frankie D on your own Greenwood, South Carolina, WBGS. Back to you, boys. And now get 25 chicken tenders in the party pack. A handy carrier that's great for picnics, perfect for parties, and new at Burger King. Okay, let's just say I'm standing right here, okay? I turn around... I walk right up, and I confront her. She says, yes, a white lie. She says, a white lie goes better with what I have on. When he says I do it on purpose, I say I don't. When he says I do it unconsciously, I say, I'm not doing it at all. I guess I lead him on, but it's not my fault. I wouldn't do it if he didn't follow. So Mark...
All right. Well, we lost Doug. Yeah, he had to he had to bolt and business stuff. We lost him too. That was a good little story though about the Montana. I didn't I didn't never knew that was like it was an option to like yeah. hang out and live on somebody else's campus. Not only is he a Georgia fan, he's a Montana fan. I'm a Montana fan. I'm a Montana fan. <laughs> I'm a Montana fan. All right, so we're gonna prank call the uh, the Low Country Fly Shop, our yeah. local one of our local fly shops, uh, and see what we can we can do there. Um, we got them we got them queued up. Yep. Yeah. All Ready. right. Let's do I'll it. Turn the music down. It. Yeah. There you go. No, they can't hear the music. I know, though, but you know. I guess it's better to have it. All right. I'm gonna be quiet now. Let's just see. Hold on. Oh, we gotta get it. Gotta get it. First of all, will anyone even answer the phone? Oh, that's a big question over there. <laughs> Depends. Casting rods. Yeah, they might be out uh, test casting rods. Well, let's see. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Country Fly Shop. Hey, man. How you doing? Good. Who's this? Brighton. Right, and how you doing, buddy? Good. Hey, this is Thomas. What's been going on? Not much. You been uh, yeah. get, you been getting out on the flats? Yeah, I went out last night actually. How'd you do? Um, didn't see too many, but I, I know some other guys did pretty good. So. Well, that's cool. That's cool. You're a pretty good fisherman. I'm surprised you didn't see shit. <laughs> yeah, nothing, man. How's that school thing going? Good. Good. You uh, you failed out of that place yet, or what? Not yet, almost. How about the girls, man? They they pretty good up there. Hello. Uh, nope, not nothing, nothing yet. Nothing yet. Yeah. Boy, we got we got sprucing you up a little bit. Yeah, is this Thomas from the Flood Tide Company? No, no, no. This is Thomas from Somerville. Somerville. All right. Yeah, me and Kim Bergman, big friends. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Not not Buford. Not Buford. <laughs> What are you doing? Damn it. Damn it, Bryson. Damn it. You ruined it, Bryson. <laughs> Bryson. Bryson. Bryson did ruin it. Come on down to Bryson City. He ruined our call. I'll call him what I want. <laughs> are y'all podcasting? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, you, I didn't want to ruin your podcast, man. Well, you did. You did. Well, you did. You did. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Right. Well, there's probably there's probably three guys that are really disappointed right now on a bit. Oh, no one right. else even cares. So. Well, that's true. I don't like your tone. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, we'll talk to you later. All right. Get that order in. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, well. well. They well, can't all be winners. They you know? can't. They can't. Especially when you're... All right. Well, we... Uh, you want the number? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hand it to you. Hold on a second. I like the way you're thinking here, son. <laughs> All right, we're going. Nobody expects the nobody expects the double. Look under flash out. Hi, is, is Matt there? Matt is Matt available? <laughs> no, he's actually in Colorado right now. Matt Slisical. <laughs> Matt Slis. Yeah, Slisky's in Colorado. Is Matt there? And, and, is oh, Matt there? I'm, I'm checking. Hold on. Is I'm Matt there? I'm gonna talk to Matt. Hey, is 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 Scoot there or Scott? However he pronounces it. Y'all know this store. I'm the only one here. Who's Scott? <laughs> Who's, who is 
mascot, by the way. No one else is dumb enough to be here but me. All right. I want you to go to the fly shop bin right now. Fly bin. And tell me exactly every fly y'all have right now. Let's go buy it. Let's go through it. I need quantities. All we have is clousers and woolly buggers. Sounds perfect. Mm. What colors and sizes? I've got all the colors and all the sizes. We only sell two flies. Mm. Um, That's all you need, really. So it literally is a fly Size size 13.5? No, no. You don't get it. It's a fly shop. We only sell flies. Mm. Two flies. Okay. So, Brighton, how's life been going, buddy? (laughs) Life's been good, man. You know? Good. I noticed you're still driving that truck around. You you stole your roommate's dog or some shit. (laughs) I stole both my roommate's dogs, and I stole my old roommate's truck. And, you know, just living life. Like a, you know, raising hell mm, when God. I can. You're like a, Me and old Sandy Sir went fishing last night. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get him on the show. Sometime. The old man in the sea himself. Brian, what are you it's doing the on the show? We need him on the show. Come on. <laughs> it's the, it's the, he's the first fly fishing guide from Charleston, man. You need him. Is there any good-looking girls walking by the he's shop a, today? Come on, tell us. Come on. Actually, not today. Not today. Pretty, uh, the traffic. We actually, we started a list. We did. We just, you know we take pictures and when they come by. The traffic was a lot better. We actually rate them. We have an app actually. You know when we rate girls on the app. The traffic was a lot better when y'all were next to a lingerie shop. Yeah, and the jewelry store. And the jewelry store. Yeah, that was scenically a better shop. I will. Admit. And the Jersey Mike and yeah. the Baskin Robbins. Yeah, and the Baskin Robbins. Yep. And there was a hole in the fence that led to Mike's apartment for a while. That was entertaining. Was there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't aware the, of that. Yeah, the gap in the back led right to the apartment I was living in for a bit. <laughs> Man, that explains a lot. <laughs> so what are you? So what are you doing right before we called you? What were you doing? Uh, you know, like, like nothing important. Hmm, I can see that to be true. Uh, we got to start doing this more often. The yeah, fly shop what, what rat hour. Going? Yeah, just the, the last fly, the fly sale. Shop. The last sale you made today. What did you sell? Let me pull it up. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, we only sell we only sell clousers and woolly buggers. Yeah, I can was tell it you four exactly. hours ago or something. Well, maybe it was a clouser and a woolly bugger. I don't know. It's been a good um, week. You know what? At precisely uh, two twenty-two, a gentleman actually bought. Three clousers and two woolly buggers. <laughs> and that was 10 minutes ago. Nah, yep. One of them was a Sculptzilla woolly bugger. One was a Sandfly woolly bugger. And then a Kitsch Avalon permit fly clouser. Good job. <laughs> nice. Yep. All right. You going well, fishing tonight? Yep. No, I, uh, I'm, I'm working till 6, and it's it's running pretty high today. So I have to get out there about 4 probably. So hey, Brian, I'll be out tomorrow there. Well, that's cool. Well, hey, just so everybody knows, why don't you tell everybody where you're from and kind of what you've been up to and how long you've been with Low Country Fly Shop? Yeah, man, I'm Brighton. I just hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Gonna, hey, why don't you tell us something about yourself? Never mind. Click. Let's give a hand for Brighton. Yeah. Brighton, Living that fly shop life. Oh, yeah. Brighton's a good kid. We, we good enjoy kid. Brighton. All right, back-to-back phone calls. we got to call Cam next. Yeah, Cam. And this I is not a prank call. We're actually, we're actually talking to Cam. You want that now? Yeah. I mean, uh, wheels tapping in. in. Yeah, I like Cameron. He's a good dude. For those of you who don't know Cam uh, Mortensen, he runs the uh, Fiberglass Manifesto blog. It's a real blog where people actually do real things. Uh, Especially on the podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Hello? Cameron! What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's up? Not much, dude. How you doing? Hello, Cameron. It's Paul. It's Paul, Mike, and Will. 
Ah, Were I, you out fiberglassing? Not today. Oh. Now a lot of people I, I don't know that. A lot of people don't know that Cam does the fiberglass manifesto, but they also don't know his other business that he does, where he cans his own jams and jellies. He does. Yeah. That's he right. sabs on the website. <laughs> has uh, Richard Caso? Has, has Richard Caso stolen any ideas or secrets from you? He tried. He keeps trying to shake me down for the secret recipe, but no dice. <laughs> that damn queso. That man. dude, man, he's he's shameless. He's hey Cam, I got a personal question. So after you get done fishing with all them fiberglass rods, you know, eventually you're gonna have a little scratch. Do you ever get any fiberglass like in your junk and get all itchy for the rest of the day? Is that like a problem <laughs> so with those? Far, rods? So, so far, so good, but right. I don't. Uh, I don't fly fish naked so well I, I mean hey sometimes you got to go under the clothes to get a good scratch in i mean let's just be real <laughs> so i just I, my big hang up with the fly the fiberglass rods i'm this close to buying one but that's my my last like hurdle i don't want any fiberglass in inappropriate places while i'm fishing pull that trigger you've come <laughs> a long way mad mike because I know you used to be a trash talker when I showed up to fish with you that one day. I'm still a trash talker, yeah. and I saw you I saw you Hail Mary Trout set the hell out of a fish on that trip. So I still get to talk trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, he a caught it, though, didn't he? A long time ago. I, or not? No. I, I strip set bluegills now. So, <laughs> so when are you and uh, David Grossman of the Southern Culture on the Fly going up to uh, do some carp fishing in Michigan? We will be up there on June 24th. We fly over to the island. Nice. And so, then it will be eight days. Eight days of carp and big smallmouth. That's hopefully. a lot of days with Dave. That's Yeah. yeah. Have it, you hung out yeah. with Dave before? Of course he has. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say this. There's been people that have been voted off the island before. And, oh, wow. Uh, wow. Billy, oh. I say Billy day three. owns the... Yeah, Billy, who owns the ferry, the uh, grocery store, the deli, the bakery, and the house that we're staying at, is more or less the uh, unofficial mayor. And he's been known to tap somebody on the shoulder before and tell them that they're on the next uh, boat back to the mainland. Well, they ought to rename so, that place well, Billy's Island. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Instead of Beaver Island. It's just, or rename just Billy Beaver. Like Billy Beaver. <laughs> hey, Cam, you want to... Tell the kids out there like what the trip you're talking about is, so maybe next year you could have maybe some more interest and just tell everyone what you do. Yeah, for the last, I guess it's going to be the fifth summer, I've uh, either jumped in on somebody else's trip or organized a trip to uh, Beaver Island, Michigan. And uh, it's a special place. It's 20 miles off the, uh, the coast of Charlevoix in northern Michigan, and it's out in the middle of Lake Michigan, and it's surrounded by uh, a system of islands that uh, large carp and uh, large smallmouth hang out on. So it seems like every year the trip gets a little longer. Uh, it's good to have extra days because being out in the middle of Lake Michigan, you can get some bad weather. So having six or seven or eight days gives you time to, uh, to uh, beat the weather. Still get a few good days in. Very cool. Very cool. And you obviously do the Fiberglass Manifesto that we we stated a little bit ago. How long have you had that website now, and how big has it grown? Uh, like, if you can say how many followers you you have now. I've been writing the website. Uh, this fall will be eight years, and um, any given day, there's a thousand people that show up and and read it, which always blows my mind. And at last 
count. There's like 30,000 people that follow along on social media between Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So uh-huh. it's not just my mom, and it's not just Will's mom. Uh, there's a few <laughs> she of She does too, love so you. It's, it's always humbling. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. So um, so anything I – know, I know the fiberglass rod game uh, has changed a lot over the years, um, and, and we've seen – the influx of rods. I mean, and and I not to blow your head up, but probably no and no small part to to guys like you who are uh, you kind of being on the front lines of being kind of uh, militant about these rods for a long time. Um, how, how have you? How do you feel about the going from an old school vintage collectible to now some you know so, some big companies are making high end top of the line brand new rods that are that are coming out it seems like every time i turn around there's more and more fiberglass rods popping out how, how have you uh felt about that change over the last few years well i'm still really excited about it because there's a couple things that are going on when i first got into it it seemed like everything that was offered was on the high-end market so you had blank makers and there was just a couple of them their finished rods were six hundred dollars if you wanted a Scott or a Thomas and Thomas, they were six or seven hundred dollars. Um, and then there's some real artisan builders that are as much as twelve or fifteen hundred dollars. So besides the um, beloved Eagle Class Featherlight, there wasn't much in between. So enter all these small shop custom builders or guys that just put rods together but do a really great job. And then other rod companies. Now there's really choices across the entire price point from $25 for an Eagle Claw Featherlight to still that $1,200 or $1,500 if you want to go completely sick and break your piggy bank. But there's, you know, there's things at $100 and $200 and $300 and $400 and all the way on up. And there's lots of choices in those, those areas so that if somebody emails and says, hey, this is what I'm looking for, you're not giving them just one suggestion. You're giving them like three, four, five, six suggestions of different things that they can go on. So uh, it's it's really neat that guys are really getting into it. More and more anglers are, are picking up glass rods. And then along with it, just there's been an industry response where more companies are doing more research. They're defining tapers. Uh, they're kind of breaking glass ceilings as far as, like, how long a rod can be and what a glass rod can do. And now there's two-handers and switch rods and, uh, you know, light line glass is longer than what people expect it to be, and they're just fun rods to fish. And uh, you know, I, there's a few people down in Charleston that are that are jumping on board, and it's uh, really neat to see. Well, Cameron, hey, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, do people bring to you either through emails or phone calls, or personally bring to you fiberglass rods they find and ask for your opinion on quality and worth and all that? There's some of that, and I really don't have a, a real background in vintage glass, and so I usually point them towards the fiberglass fly rotters forum. But, um, I would say more of my wheelhouse has been in contemporary glass. Has, so. But has anybody brought to you something that's like uh, like finding like a Ty Cobb baseball card equivalent? Just like, holy crap, I can't believe you uh, have this rod and don't know about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually they know they've got something cool, and I'm just confirming it for them, and but, yeah, there's been a couple things. There's the Shakespeare, Dr. Howard Purist. seen a couple of those. One of them, they found it in their dad's uh, safe when after he passed away, and it was brand new and pristine, like 67-year-old glass rod. Um, wow. And then there's been a couple more of those that have – one guy had two of them. 
and uh, I think he sold the first one for like $1,500 and then jacked the price up on the second one for $2,500, just kind of crazy money. So did you do like a, so to start the fiberglass manifesto, did you have like a starter website before that, like the graphite uh, column or something like that that didn't take <laughs> off and then you go to fiberglass manifesto? Or, or like yeah, what, 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 what spurred you to do all this other than just your interest, but just really, because you really um, created kind of like this, this large that now niche in this industry that uh, people are responding to people. It's almost you've given this great outlet of what uh, something that was out there and kind of revitalized it just through your website and through the interactions with your website. Well, I'm still the same hack today that I was eight years ago. I mean, I didn't, I had zero know-how. I did a Google search for how to start a blog. I, I'm still on the same template that I started on eight years ago. It's a free blogger template without many modifications to it at all. Um, but I just started pumping out information. I really wanted to give people an opportunity to see the work that the different small shop builders uh, and, you know, the fly rod companies that were offering glass. And really the spectrum's been able to get a lot wider because, I mean, there's even cool things like flood tide company that started out, you know, with, with Paul and doing his art and profiled that. And, you know, as you guys started up the uh, business, it's been neat to, you know, throw things on there about what you're doing and different really I give a lot of credit and a lot of uh, try to put a big push behind all the small shop, whether you make fly reels or gear bags or clothing, it's just neat to be able to have maybe just a little tiny part and just, you know, making that snowball a little bit bigger. That's perfect. Well, I got one last question, you know, with the mail, that's a very important thing here at the office every day to see what comes in, what's going out. That's a big thing. Do you have, do you have people that just ran or companies that randomly send you their rods to look at and review, or is it more they reach out to you beforehand and try to schedule that? Do you have any just surprises that come in? Sometimes surprises, but the bigger surprise is to get a phone call from Tim Ray Jeff, like out of nowhere and say, Hey, you know, we're working on this project. We, you know, we want to get your, your feedback on it. Um, or get, I got an email the other day from uh, Chico uh, you know, saying that, you know, he'd been fishing glass again. He caught this great tarpon. Um, so there are some surprises like that. And along the way, or, you know, get to play with prototype rods. And I, I think the, one of the neatest parts about doing all this is that having those connections with different fly rod companies and be able to talk about rod design. And my conversation with Orvis, who had a background in producing glass years ago, was a lot different than with Tim Ray Jeff, who was starting with a clean slate had never done glass. Uh, and there's price points and, you know, something that I really wanted to pass on to Echo was that, you know, there was all these people asking for two-handers and switch rods and glass, you know, that were a reasonable price. Sure enough, you know, a year and a half later, there's two series of, of glass spay and glass switch that people are just eating up. So it's neat to be able to, you know, to play around. And, you know, I keep a lot of different secrets for a lot of different rod companies. Um, and it's neat to be privy to those conversations and, and be able to kind of um, pass on the things that I hear that people want, you know, like Mad Mike wanting Redfish uh, GT uh, quality glass rods mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, go from there. <laughs> uh. Well, uh, we know through Little Birdie told us that you might be joining us next spring to Mexico. Uh, is that... Uh, a pretty good 
goal of yours to get a permit on a on a fiberglass rod? Well, that's all I'm going to be fishing. So either I'm going to come up big big zeros or going to make it happen. Well, so, you know, Porter's yeah. caught two now on bamboo. So you gotta you gotta you know get up there and knock him off with three on a glass. Yeah. So that'll be fun. So yeah. and I'm going to be around next. Let's see, not not this weekend, but the weekend after next, Father's Day weekend. I'm coming down Friday going home Sunday and going to be just hanging out and fishing all weekend. So, all right, well, cool. You got to come, you got to come by the flood tide laboratory, check on us. I will for sure. So hopefully we can grab a drink and some barbecue or something. Absolutely, man. Well, thanks for the time, buddy. Yeah, we appreciate it, Cameron. It's good talking to you, bud. Yeah. And we'll be in touch soon and, uh, good luck with everything, man. Tell Casey to lay off my marmalade recipe. All right. We will. We'll, we'll, we'll warn him. We'll, we'll, we'll steer him off of it. All right. All right, buddy. All right. Cameron, Cameron Mortensen. There he See is. There, guys. All right. Cameron. Nice can. That was him. Yeah. That Good was dude. him, Will. That was, that was him. <laughs> As always, uh, Cameron's one of those guys that's uh, <clears throat> like when we do these events. He's kind of like a staple that kind of wanders in. Like, oh, shit, Cam's here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. So. Well, should we just go straight into a queso? Yeah, let's rock it out. We'll go ahead and make this the last segment. Oh, oh, oh. Um, easy, easy, Richard. Easy, Richard. So we'll do uh, a scoop. We'll pipe in. Yep. Okay, after. Okay, let's do quesos, too. Give me a second. Okay. Well, that was a good one. Whole Cam. Yeah, yeah. The fiberglass man. He likes ham. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but hold on. <laughs> Good old internet. Ding dong, ding dong. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. Let's all go inside. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. This segment of Bailey Live's Richard Queso Melsack brought to you from WBGS Gospel Station of Greenwood, South Carolina. I want to turn that down a little bit. But <laughs> this show for WBGS, let's go to Big Eagle Gospel Ship. With Darlene Henson and Wanda Walker. Come join us anytime between 12 and 3 on Sundays. Yes, that's the gospel ship. Welcome to it. So we're wrapping up here. Back to you, Richard. Well, hello there, Flood Tide fans. I'm Richard Queso, and this is Queso's Mail Sack. Now we're going to tickle the bottom and see what comes out of the top. All right. So, the first letter we're going to jump right on in here is from a Billy the Kid Johnson. Mm. Uh, I hate it when people do that. They put the nickname in the middle of the name. Like, we get it. You got a nickname. It's yeah. cool. Billy the Kid Johnson. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even original. He I probably mean, just came up with it himself, he too. He did. Everybody knows he wrote it himself. It's okay, Billy. We What's like his him. email? His email is thekid at gmail.com. Uh, he takes it seriously, apparently. At excite.com. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, it was excite. I thought it was Gmail. Maybe it was Hotmail. I can't. Like I don't a, read like so a well. Prodigy. <laughs> All right. So it says, Dear Richard Queso, 
While we all know you're a world-renowned fisherman, are there any other hobbies or activities that you enjoy? Well, a lot of people don't know this, but back in the day, I was the world-famous professional jello wrestler. Um, used to travel the circuit, you know, the clubs and whatnot at night. Um, but then I tore an ACL, had to have the surgery and all that. And I just never was the same, so I like to think I retired in my prime. Uh, other than that, I am an entrepreneur. I come out with all kinds of new products that you may or may not hear here on the show. Uh, but mostly, I just fish these days. I got my bad knee and my old jello wounds um so i just kind of stick it to the boat and keep catching them fish but uh, i appreciate your interest in my past it is touching to know that people care i'm gonna be your guide yeah that's fine um dear richard oh this is from uh a fly guy really a fly guy that's that's never mind i'm not gonna get into it okay i hope you put a good email address on this so we can give you a discount fly guy um <laughs> dear richard i found a fly guy's name oh okay we got it we don't need to tell Gary. i don't want to know his name i really don't <laughs> uh dear richard while i know that the flood tide is a fly fishing company all i hear you talk about is gear fishing do you even fly fish <laughs> well fly guy i was fly fishing before you were a fly guy and your mama's Never mind. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. Yes, I fly fish. I fly fish a lot. I'm very good at fly fishing. I made fly fishing great again. Uh, I just prefer to catch fish sometimes. There so, you, go. you know, there you got to go. pull the popping corks out. Really I've, I've heard that fly fishing is an expensive way not to catch fish. It is. It really is. I spent so much money for not much return. And then all people get all mad. You get a, you catch a redfish on a fly, and I'm supposed to kill it for some reason. They're like majestical unicorns or something. So you're supposed to throw them all back. I like yeah, eating redfish. I like to fry them. I like to bake them. I like to blacken them. I just like blacken to eat them. them. Blacken them. Mm. I like throwing. I need some queso recipes. That's my favorite kind of fish is a I fish need... that you need to throw on a grill, cover in spices, and burn to a crisp. That's my favorite. You got to blacken it up. Blacken it up real good. All right. We got one more. Um. Dear Richard Queso, I can't help but notice you have a very strange accent. Where are you from? Love the show, by the way. Curious in Cincinnati. Gary! Um, curious. <laughs> I, okay. Um, all right, Curious. Uh, you are curious, obviously. Uh, if you must know, my daddy was a military man, so I'm from a little bit of everywhere. Uh, Louisiana, uh, some Texas, down by Paul's Way. Uh, I even did a little time in Cincinnati, believe it or not. Uh, terrible place, by the way. Um, so my accent is really, uh, I refer to it as American. Uh, maybe a little Southern American, but American mostly. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't even know that I have an accent. I really feel like I talk pretty normal. Totally. Yeah, I feel normal. like this yeah. is. Anybody, I, I yeah. feel like this is the way the people walked off the Mayflower and talked. Yeah, the way I look the at it is, off. is I, I should start calling my accent Plymouth Rock. That should be my accent because yeah, it, it's it. really pure. I tell this for King George. Yeah, exactly. They're, they came off the boat and they were like, "No more persecution, okay?" And that was how it worked. Okay. okay. Um, Okay, well, that was it. That was the mail sack. The mail sack is empty. The mail sack is dry. But if you would like to fill it back up again, all you got to do is email us at thefloodtideco.com, info at thefloodtideco.com, or you can go on the Facebook page, uh, Belly Live Sessions uh, on Facebook, or Flood Tide on Facebook, and send us a little message uh, and tag it with uh, Richard Queso or something along those lines, and you will receive 20% off of one order at the Flood Tide Co. website for any of your hats or T-shirts or any of that fancy cool stuff you Perfect. might want to wear. Um, so yeah. Well, All thank right. you, Richard. I yeah. noticed that you didn't have any products for sale in this commercial, but I was wondering, 
You got any good recipes for us? Like one good recipe you can throw? I at am us? working on a marmalade recipe right mm. now. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. Was get that it. that trout marmalade? I it had was. The other day? It was. Yeah, I started with trout, but really, yeah. marmalade needs a little more substance. Mm. So I'm thinking of moving to mullet, maybe. Muscle marmalade. Mussels would be good. Yeah, that. Or maybe oh. some oysters. I'm not mm. sure. It's just got to be careful with the whole getting people sick off a of bad seafood thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm working on this marmalade recipe. I just got a few ingredients I need to shake down. I mean, uh, figure out out of somebody else. It'd be, okay, but don't worry about it. We'll get it figured out. I'll have it on maybe on the next show with Scoop. We'll, we'll have a flavor. That sounds like a deal. Well, it's okay. always glad to have you. And then uh, we noticed you pulled a couple of shirts from the back without paying for them. But that's cool. And, you know, I did. I don't know what you're talking about. The, the ones you took shirts. to your truck. I, yeah. No, those. Were, I had those. I, I did laundry in the back. Y'all got a laundry machine back there, don't you? No. Yeah. I thought, but no. Well, I, you know, laundry machine, bathtub, whatever. It's all right, dude. You don't have water. Okay, I gotta go. See you, boys. I'm cutting the trucks running. See you, buddy. There's Richard Queso. Barely 18. Barely 18. Barely 18. Okay, quick topic conversation just to go out on. Talk to just me. to have everybody get the, music, get the music back oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> well, exit music for the uh, something for you to think about. A little food for thought. Okay. Yeah. Now they're talking about Carry over recipes. Until next time, kind of thing. So, uh, what's your what's you boys' views on the little kid that fell in the uh, ape? Oh. Cage at the zoo in Cincinnati. I don't know, but there's a lot of people online that are all of a sudden gorilla experts oh, yeah. and moral experts. And the funniest thing I saw so far is the uh, <clears throat> the Black Lives Matters people got after it and said the only reason they killed that gorilla was because the little kid was white. It turned out, turned out the kid was black. <laughs> it, was, it was so stupid. It's like everybody said. So it didn't good. matter. I it's either what. way, it's a kid. It don't matter if it's Black Lives Matter. It doesn't matter if it's tacos for justice. I don't care. But everybody gets so goddamn offended about uh, anything that happens. Hey, it sucks for everyone. The second that that yeah. gorilla ended up in a zoo, that's when that gorilla lost his life anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's like just the gorilla just, lived I, in Jack, Jack Hanna said today that uh, he guarantees it that gorilla would have killed that child. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I would. Mean, you would, especially if you got hit by a dart like yeah. that. You have to kill the thing. This it is not. Sucks. This is not Jungle Book. Like it's not yeah. going to raise the kid in the pen, and all of a sudden we got Tarzan or some shit. Like the kid was in dire trouble. Like they yeah. said, by the time the dart, if they tranquilized it, would have kicked in. They could have already killed the kid, yeah. or drowned the kid, or they even said it could have passed out like in the water and drowned the gorilla and killed it anyway. The whole thing. Well, sucks. you know how the normal it sucks. The, the, normal, the normal way to keep it alive is keep the goddamn kid out of the yeah. Yeah. cage. But the also thing is too, you've got small children like. I'm sure, maybe not near a gorilla enclosure, you know, enclosure, but I'm sure at some point you've turned around and turned back and be like, "Where the fuck is my kid?" <laughs> yeah. Well, I heard like she. Was I mean, it does happen. With, yeah, it yeah. does happen. Well, I mean, it's not like it's not like losing your kid in your house, going, "Oh, where, where, where's he at?" I, I, I get oh, it. he's in the kitchen. Oh, well, he's in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. No, he's in an ape cage. <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, it is the mom's fault. But yeah, like you're saying, I heard she had like three or four kids she was dealing with, and yeah. she'd turn around, and the kid was just. It really gone. could have happened, and a lot of it. A lot of well, it, also to put it on the zoo, how the fuck does a three-year-old yeah. kid get in? How is, how is an enclosure okay. not secure enough that a three-year-old can't get, get in? That's like, what I don't understand that either. And, and I, I 
read another article by another zoo person, and she put a lot of blame on the zoo because over the years they've designed these enclosures to be more visible so that people can more see. More like stadium scenes. Yeah. They're not plexiglass where you can't penetrate. Well, they, they've stopped doing that because they want to have a nice, clear view of the enclosure, make it look more natural. So Plexiglass is clear. I know, but it gets fingerprints. and You know what I'm saying? Like They I want know. people to feel involved. But the problem is they've done that to the risk of that safety. Because if a three-year-old can get in there, I mean, seriously, there's a little kid. Like, there's no, even so just were a, there just bars and it squeezed through the bars? I, no, I don't even know if there were bars. I think it was just because it was up high. I think it was probably to some bushes and shit, and the kid just wandered down to the edge and fell well, over the 99% of those people that said they shouldn't have killed that gorilla, if they would have fell in, fallen in the... Shoot, 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 shoot it! Shoot it! Shoot the motherfucker right now! That's why shoot I love... Shoot amongst us! <laughs> yeah, I love... <laughs> I love internet experts. You know, oh they're not God. in the situation, but they sure as hell know what they what should happen. Oh, my God. But I'm with you. Like, it wasn't like they went to the Congo, climbed a mountain, and darted and killed some male silverback living in his natural environment. The thing lived in a zoo. Yeah. All right. It's not... It's, it, it, honestly, it's not an endangered animal anymore at that point. It's a... I mean, it's not a pet, but it, it's a but it's pet. it's a showpiece. You're it's using like, him as yeah. a showpiece, like, literally. I, like you said, it'd be different if they, if this mom let her kid wander into the Congo and they found it with some silverback and had to kill some wild silverback. Like, maybe I'd feel a little different about it. But. Look, if you were uh, old Tom, Tom, the zoo president of Cincinnati, Ohio... You would much rather deal with a dead ape than a dead three-year-old. Oh, yeah. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry. That's All right. Just, Let's get it going. All right. Well, we love y'all. I'm going to play a little song on the, on the outro. I got Bailey's, Kramer, and everything we need. Talking politics. What not controversial dumb? And gorillas. <laughs> Do you love me? Bye.